Hey everybody, Shad here. This episode drops the day before the midterm elections, so Justin and I wanted to remind you all, wherever you're located, to get educated on the candidates this year if you haven't done so already. I don't really recommend getting your information from Facebook or those commercials on TV where everyone's dissing each other, though. Then come Tuesday, get out there and vote. Now, on with the show. Gubernatorial. 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 G-U-B-E-R. Gubernatorial. N-A-T-O-R-I-A-L. Gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. Yeah. Trying to see. I think that they, uh, they've ripped out this uh, trailer for Hellboy that leaked. So I can't find it anywhere. Hey, Shad. Hey, Justin. How do you feel about Sir Donald Trumple's coming to the Carbondelay? Trumple Stillskin? Yeah. Rumble, has anybody ever called him that Trumple before? Because <laughs> have you heard anybody say Trumple Stillskin before? Not in recent memory. Oh, I want to TM that <laughs> shit because I really like it. Um, honestly, <laughs> um, well, as, as the... Uh, Viewer, the uh, listeners, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, Oh, what was I going to say? I just fell apart. Oh, shit. (laughs) I was, uh, so I was actually thinking we've got that show on Friday when I heard that he was coming. I was like, man, that would be super cool if he tweeted about us. I don't even care if it's good or not. Because could you imagine how many if he shows he up, he, he eats at PKs. Because of PKs. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes to the strip in Carbondale of all places. He decides to eat at PKs while you guys are yes. there. Yeah. I don't know what kind of food he's going to find at PKs. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I was thinking just like, man, we would really have a lot of uh, followers. Either the I don't good or bad. I don't even care. All press is good would press. Would you guys take pictures with him if you could? Yeah. Why not? I'm just curious. I would, I would, uh, but I'm, I might do something stupid, like, but, uh, like I might, uh, might, uh, try to tweak his nip or something. Mm. I there. bet he would like that though, especially since <laughs> they like, to, he likes to grab him by the pudding. <laughs> by the pudding. Hey. Yeah. No, uh, I don't really, uh, I don't have any thoughts. Sounds like he's not leaving the airport, uh, at all. No, he is. He's going to stay Just there. Staying right there. Let's stay right there, but, uh. Drop off the plane, talk about few minutes and then get right back on that plane to head back home stir a little ruckus while he's there i'm sure i'm sure uh, there's yeah. gonna be i've seen plenty. like 40 pages of people like wanting to riot trump and <laughs> all kinds of other shit and then regardless I just, I just want people to get along regardless this yeah. is episode 17 of the ifnz podcast welcome welcome everybody Yes. Everybody's even welcome you. at this podcast. Even you guys are welcome. You yes. over there, especially you that's listening right now. We know you you're kinda yeah. smelly. You're oh, a little backwards. A little shy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that uh I mean not even wish. Anybody who like any of you listeners, if you want to be on the show, you are truly welcome. That's true. Because uh we are we're Skyping for the first time. We are and uh and uh, so we can now do this with everyone. Everybody just, just beg, you know, forgiveness with uh, the if there's any kind of audio weirdness that ends up happening since this is the first time that me and him are doing it ourselves as far as, you know, doing it off of uh, mm. Skype and stuff goes. We we do it all the time in person, <laughs> but 
Uh, we're doing it through Skype because uh, it's a long distance had, relationship. It is because I've, I've I've had an infant. You have. <laughs> it's happened. Yes, the infant has been birthed. The package the, uh... has been dropped. <laughs> what other uh, versions of that can we say? Uh, we dropped the kids off at the pool. The litter has been litten. Is that a litten? Litten? No. Litten's the uh, <laughs> like the the fire cat Pokemon on the Alolan region. Did we talk about that on the show, or was that an after the show thing? The Litten? I thought we talked. Wasn't there an episode where we talked about the starters for something? Yeah, we did. Uh, it wasn't. It, it was, wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the Alolan region, but we talked yeah. about. We looked at all the pictures and we saw Litten, and you were like, "Oh, yes. I liked that one." I like Litten. Yeah. Uh, no, Region Four just came out on Pokemon yeah, Go, that was it. and. Uh, so there's been... Uh, oh, Pokemon Go is going to come up in the news later on, buddy. Is it? It is. Oh, boy, I like that. But it's not Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> is it a new dating app? It is not a new dating app. It is uh, It is a whole new game, and I'm excited to tell you, but <laughs> that's for future things. Uh, All right. All right. Well, what about present things? How, how has your uh, experience been? Uh, experience has been... Definitely very changing. Uh, every day is is a new experience, <laughs> I if, bet. if you will. Um, so she was in labor for thirty hours. Oh, um, and then actual like pushing time was about three hours. Okay, so it was very long experience there. Um, it's definitely one of those things that's taken a lot of time to start trying to get used to. Um, <laughs> the labor or the baby? Uh, both, I guess. Um, mostly baby. <laughs> Just because you know, I told her beforehand, and, and this is this is completely 100% true, I can probably count the number of times on one hand prior to us having her mm -hmm. that I've actually like held and cared for a baby. And sure. that... like. I've only actually like babysit any child like that's a baby baby maybe one time and it was probably with Mandy there like nothing <laughs> by myself at any point in time. I've not really been by myself throughout this whole experience. I've been off work and we've been, you know, just kind of learning and growing and everything with her and it, like I said every day changes. It's something new happens every single day mm -hmm. it seems like and um as awesome and as rewarding as it is to finally be a dad at the same time, it's very uh, nerve wracking and grating. And I've heard that a lot from a lot of other people that I know that are new dads, um, that it is something that over the course of time gets easier and better once you've been dadding for a while. Sure. I bet. Yeah. But definitely the first bits of stuff are, are, are difficult for sure. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be like, ah, oh, it's super easy. It's, it's, it's really weird and rough. Um, I've not had much time to do anything other than whenever we're taking care of her, I've watched some TV, but yeah. no like games, no anything else that's social. It's basically just when you're at home, it's baby time and that's it. It's baby time. That's basically it. Anything else that I've, watched or seen was all been like secondhand from from other things basically you know like a, not had time to sit and play games or consume much media other than if i'm if something new has come out or whatever i'm like oh you know like i talked about wanting to play mega man i never really got to play mega man so i've watched some people do let's plays of some mega man stuff getting excited for it because eventually go. i'll get to it but not got a chance to do it yet so 
stuff like that where I haven't really had the time to do it, but you know, getting getting to it, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you get there. Yeah. You you got a you got a a fresh bun. Yes. Add that, Soup's uh, fresh. Yeah. She will be two weeks old this Friday coming up. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. You got. Will you count it by weeks, days, minutes, months? How long does that all? Is I don't know. I guess once it's fresh enough to get to the point to where it's been a month, then I guess you get to the months after that. You don't really count. It's been a month and two weeks. I won't anyway because that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> Um, once she's at the month mark, I'll be like, all right, well, we've, we've counted for four weeks. Let's go ahead and just wait another four weeks before we count another one. Yeah. It gets difficult once the numbers get high. Like that's it's why never, years, under, years are I awesome. I never understood that either because <laughs> there are so many people that were like, oh, how old is she? Oh, she's 36 months old. <laughs> Bitch, just say that's she's three. three. There's an age tied to it. You don't have to count it by months anymore. <laughs> Make it way too hard. Or almost three if they're at we like 35 weeks. We celebrated her first birthday or 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, what I have like you been up to? I mean, basically, personal-wise, that's all I've been up to. I've got some game stuff, movie stuff, and crap like that to talk to sure. you about, too. But that's that's all personal stuff has basically just been baby things and, and the adventures of babies. The adventures in babysitting. Yes. Except for it's like real. My, my, my reboot. It's not even. It's not even babysitting. It's just it's like, I, when you said dadding, I was like, dabbing. You were gonna. You were gonna. I was trying to figure out how to work in dabbing and dadding together. Dabbing, dabbing. And it's like the dad version of a dab. Mm-hmm. You can. You actually like currently. Are you wearing pants? Yeah. You have dad jeans on. I don't think dad jeans was a thing. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it's mom jeans. I know mom jeans is a thing, but that was just because of the way that moms wore those jeans. Oh, I just it's yeah. That's like it's every right. every girl. I did. <laughs> every girl nowadays that you see, like the fashion trend that's coming back with the jeans that are extremely high waisted, then it shows off like tons of butt. That's like yeah. mom jeans. They're like the yeah. mom jeans have come full circle. Now mom that's jeans true. are like a hot thing. And they also have boyfriend jeans, which. Is that are supposed thing? to be, yeah. That's like the, uh, that's the jeans. They're kind of fit like boy jeans, maybe. But like, I've, I've, hmm. uh, I've seen them, and I don't think they would be jeans that I would wear. What about but Gene Simmons? I would wear Gene Simmons, but I would put his, uh, I would wear his face on my taint, mm. so I could get that tongue action. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what else have you been up to? Well, uh, a couple of things that uh, have kind of been the two major highlights. One of them definitely a major highlight, and the other one being like, a, hey, that was a cool thing. Um, I went and saw 21 Pilots while they were in St. Louis. Yeah, buddy. It was a good old time. I bet it was. I'm and jelly. Yeah, they were, they, were, uh, they, were, they were good. We were We were up a little high. We were up uh, in, the, in the top row, but... Could still see the whole show. Uh, they played on, played, put on a killer show. It was uh, definitely one that uh, I was glad to to see. I've heard uh, that live they do like a lot of uh, more visually appealing things too. Is that so? Yeah, I they I think they did something like six costume changes. Really? In there? Yeah, like but like uh, you know you kind of go like through fucking and... like old school Queen used to do costume changes like. <laughs> In, after two songs, they would leave the stage and come back, and then like, oh, Freddie Mercury doesn't have a shirt on now, but he's wearing like a band leader's jacket. 
Yes. I mean, it kind of was. In a sense, it was essentially going through like their different looks. And really, it was more Tyler than it was... Uh, than it was Josh. Like yeah. he, uh, he kind of came out in the the outfit you see him in in the new videos with the yellow, yellow bandana over his face and the kind of green jacket and everything, and uh, and then he stayed generally in that though he took his shirt off quite a few times, uh, and showed off them abs. Oh, of course, and, yeah. But uh, you know they went into they had their uh, they had their I guess trench outfits and then they had. Uh, Tyler put on like his um, kind of the general the red beanie with the uh, the white shirt and everything for some of the songs and kind of going into that blurry face realm. And then they did uh, like the black mask over their face for a bit. And then they did uh, the skeleton uh, kind of outfit with the the face like zipped up and uh, and did quite a few just different swaps on that. And then. They brought up the fiery car that was that what you saw in the like the AMA uh, performance was it was the was same it on one. Fire? It was on fire. Oh shit! Yeah, and Tyler was on the car while it was on fire. That seems hazardous. It was dangerous. Do you think he gets uh, hazard pay? He he may get hazard pay. Uh, but yeah, they played like something like nineteen songs. They played for two hours straight. Yeah, uh, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, AWOL Nation opened up for them. Uh, did they sail? They said sail. I bet they did. And I was actually, uh, I was walking around uh, when they played that song. They weren't as good live as I would, as like, I'm not, I wasn't really taken aback by their recorded stuff either. Mm-hmm. But, but live, did didn't they really play uh, captured as much? Did they play Run? Who? AWOL Nation. What's Run? Uh, it's the song that has like a, it sounds like a, Violins building up in like the middle of the song, it's like boom, 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 and he just goes run, and then it goes no, 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 we're gonna get copywritten. Not yeah, they're gonna copy. That was too accurate. I'm sorry. That was so right. That was so on point with that. They may have. I'm not 100 percent sure because I wasn't. I I kind of the the merch lines are so long. For some reason, I don't. I mean, everybody wanted some Twenty One Pilot Jam uh, gear. Jams, they jams had jams gear. there. <laughs> they, they had, had jammy jams. <laughs> <laughs> they had pajamas, and they also had jellies and jams. Nice. Did uh, yeah, but they they uh, played a a whole slew of songs, including a couple covers, which was cool. They had uh, the guys from AWOL Nation, and then. Um, the guy who opened up before that, some frosty guy. He was like Mike Frost or something. Uh, Mike Frost. They, I don't know if it was Mike Frost, but it, it was something cold like that. Um, but they played uh, Iris, and then they played Hey Jude uh, with as like a group thing. It was pretty cool. Cool. And and then uh, yeah, it was a very very neat show. Uh, I must say. And then it looks like um, after that, I got uh, went ahead and got tickets to go see the Coheed and the Cambria. Nua. Yeah, and uh, and also Panic at the Disco. So got some cool shows coming up as well. Nice, nice. Coheed's next month, but Panic's not till February. Yeah, I mean, I really wish I could go to the Coheed show. I was trying to de- 
to decide if I would make that a a thing for sure or not, but I'm, it looks like I'm not going to be able to. It's it's too close and yeah, maybe still absolutely. too new. So I feel I feel scared leaving for that long. <laughs> yeah, I'll snap a dick pic for you. That'd be great. I love yeah. a dick pic or two of uh <laughs> of you. Yeah, it's mine. And, not, and not it doesn't them. have anything to do with the show. Uh, I typed <laughs> I typed in I typed in Mike Frost into Google and uh just to let you know he is an Australian author. <laughs> the Shape of Things to Come is a book he wrote in two thousand one. Two thousand eight he wrote a book called Re Jesus. Oh, that's not the same guy, I don't Are think. you sure he didn't open up for AWOL Nation? <laughs> I'm looking it up now, I think. So uh, I I have a confession to make before you go on to your number your number my, two my, your number two thing that you have yeah, done. My poop um, thing. So thinking of uh something to open up the show with, I, I searched earlier for the best one liners. Yeah. Um, and it came up with a list from the next web dot com. Three hundred and seventy six <laughs> of the best one liners on the internet. In between, nestled in between number 20 and number 21. Uh, uh-huh. so, so number 20 is evening news is where they begin with good evening, and then they proceed to tell you why it's not. <laughs> and then number 21, is... Num- number 21 is if sex is a pain in the ass, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> There's a thing that looks like it should be numbered, but it says don't miss. This video is depressed. Don't miss. And then a link. This video is depressing, but it reminds us that Facebook statuses can be lies. <laughs> <laughs> and it just really threw me off for some reason. It gotcha. It got you stuck. But my favorite uh, one of these was, uh, I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather, but uh, not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his car. <laughs> That's not a good opener. I know. <laughs> I don't agree with that one. I just liked it. <laughs> Uh, the guy's name is Max Frost. Max Frost. That's a little yeah. different than Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Good morning is the name of the the song that I knew uh, that he sung. He sang. I feel like I know that song too. Maybe was it yeah. like in a movie or something? That's what it feels like to me. I can't tell you for certain. I mean, not like the internet's in front of me or anything like that. Good but, morning. Uh, yeah, it's uh. Frost it could. will embark on the Bandito tour. <laughs> he is on, embarking on his, on his Max Frost Wikipedia page. He uh he dresses like he's a new kid on the block. Is he? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, he may be in like a the new new kid on the block, uh, and the other ones are the old kids on the block. That should be what they change their name to. Shots fired. <laughs> I see. I see pictures of him now. He looks like Vanilla Ice had a baby with Bo Burnham. It's Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham, the stand-up comedian kid. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. <laughs> what else have you done? <laughs> um, uh, so Thomas and I, in a uh, attempt to um, get a little bit of practice in for the show we've got coming up. You fought. Um, uh, we went to uh, Hangar 9 and got a little uh, practice in an open mic night. And uh, got to tell you, one, we didn't do too bad. Uh, not to toot my own horn. Oh, you're too but, bad. Uh, Two, I gotta tell you, I just love playing live. Uh, it was it was just a good. We played like three songs. It wasn't anything big, nothing to really write home about. But uh, all originals. It, you do cover stuff. We just did covers. We did cool. uh, like our rooster cover. We did. Um, what was the other ones we did? I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, but we had a had a good time. I just I really like the open mic atmosphere. Uh, we were we were probably the not also not to toot our own horns, but probably the most polished out of everyone that was playing up there. But it was just cool. There was some like singer songwriter types. There was uh, a stand up comedian that was up there, and uh, I think I found my people. Nice. Uh, I would. I uh, I just thought like I might. They've got hangers pretty big, so like you, I thought you man, enjoy the open mic circuit then. Yes, and I was gonna see if they would like just let me like rent a bench or something there like and i could just sleep just there and everything yeah i could just sleep there it'd be fine it's kind nice. of a it's warm but yeah yes yes so that's really uh those are my big things i've been working like crazy and uh when i'm not working seems like i'm twerking driving somewhere if i'm not working i'm twerking <laughs> uh, but yeah i do know the uh there's evidently an election coming up which is why i guess trump's coming to visit there is and, yeah did you know there's an election? You didn't. You're bullshitting me. 2018 election? <laughs> what are I we voting for? Be, Who are we voting I, for? It doesn't matter. It's not presidential, right? Like, that's it's the only not, time it matters. No. I mean, I'm going to vote because <laughs> this is for the governor. So, I, that's what I want to talk about just for a brief moment. Gubi- not that we're gubernatorial political. Gubernatorial, senators, uh, I don't like it when representatives, they put all of those shenanigans are, oh, there's quite a few of them that are up. Yeah. I don't like it when too. they put the B in gubernatorial. You don't like gubernatorial? <laughs> yeah. Cause it's a B there's a B like a like a the letter B as in boy, right? In gubernatorial? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't make any sense. I don't I, 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 I guess there is. Is I mean, maybe there's not. I don't know. I'm looking it up now. Good. Because I was gonna type it. because um, I, I don't Oh like there that. is. There is. There, there's a B. They spell it completely different. It's G U B E R N A T O R I A L. It's it's yeah. Not only is it like not like the B is silent or, or not silent. You know what I mean? Like the B is just <laughs> added into governatorial or something like that. Yeah. It's, it just redid the word completely. That's what's wrong with people. Like we always worry about like all kinds of shit that's going on in the world, but really it's because we put B's in the word governatorial. Gubernatorial. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. So yeah, we got uh, <laughs> our our standing uh, governor Bruce Rauner in the state yeah. of Illinois, yes. going up against J.B. Pritzker, the Democratic candidate. <laughs> yeah, and I just I don't I the, feel like I'm completely the, uninformed. They both political. equally, they're both equally goons. They're they're slimy, right? They both okay. equally only care about Cook County. <laughs> Which so is Chicago. I, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, at least I know that much. Uh, I just I don't feel very uh, educated this go around, and I feel like um, I don't know. I don't feel very informed. I'm not an informed voter. Do you feel uh, like this uh, year? Well, here's the thing. Like a couple of weeks ago, there was because I I I'd not really paid overly too much attention to their race of any kind that's been going on. Just like yourself. And then on my way to work a couple of weeks ago, there was a uh, a debate, like a live town hall debate that was taking place up in Chicago. And it was like an all-women's debate. Like it was all okay. ladies in the crowd that were asking questions. It was a, a lady lady of the nights. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, none of, none no. of that was there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but they were, it was all female asking questions and stuff like that, but it was a, a full on debate t- between Rauner and, and Pritzker. And I just thought it was cool because 
I don't really get much time of it. It was on NPR, so I had that on the radio while I was driving to work. So I got to listen, like, basically my whole hour commute, um, listen to that on my way up. And made me feel a little bit more informed and made me actually want to go out and be like, okay, well, I want to know what the standpoints are from both of these candidates. And and if there's a third party, which there is, a libertarian candidate, his name's Cash. Um and and just kind of see everybody's standpoints with things and stuff and it made me feel a little bit more informed to know that now whenever I go to vote here in the next couple weeks that I'll know who I'm voting for and and how I feel about those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a step ahead of me then. You're doing you're doing good. You're Thanks. doing good, kids, buddy. Uh, what uh, what games have you been playing? Have you been playing any games? Uh, the games I've been playing, uh, I haven't actually. I Pokemon goes about it, uh, and that's just because I can do it while I'm driving, which you shouldn't. And it seems like there's about four warnings that you shouldn't be doing that while you're driving. Now there used to be only one. Now it's like it's not safe to do this. You shouldn't say trust like, because like you're going too fast. I think the last <laughs> time I actually like played Pokemon Go, they had just added the first warning of like. Like the last update, whenever I played, which has been a couple years ago, really. Yeah. Um, and, and that was like they only had the one warning, but now there's more than one. Well, it's it's talks about trespassing. Then it says you shouldn't drive while playing. And then it says you're. Yeah, don't trespass. Where are you playing uh, at? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a it's just a blanket warning, just a like a just in case like. Don't don't trespass on somebody's blanket. Like you uh, like walk onto what would be technically considered like Walmart's property in a parking lot, and they're just like, "Hey, you're trespassing. <laughs> you didn't pay for this property. It's not yours. Get out of here." Uh, no. Um, and then they they say that they automatically it's got like a thing where it knows how fast you're going. I guess and it's like you're going too fast. You shouldn't be driving. And don't trespass. And then they're also like, "It's raining outside." It just tells you the weather. Really? Uh, yeah. Is that, uh, does the Pokemon does the wet, that come out are? I was getting, I was getting yeah. to say, it was like, does that affect certain Pokemon like being out? It does. It That's doesn't. rad. It's so rad. That's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. It uh, so like when it's sunny out, you'll get different Pokemon than when it's rainy. You might have some more water type Pokemon like the uh, what's that like uh, Lotad uh, that like frog lily pad thing. Yes. Yes. He, yeah. he comes out all the time when it's raining. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Not too shabby, but that's the only video game I have even touched in the last two weeks. Since we've now mentioned this game and twice, I'm just going <laughs> to jump to that article in the news because it's hard for me to bite my tongue with it. Yeah, do so it. So the Vatican, did you hear about this? This was, this was today. The Vatican, as in like in Rome, Vatican uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. has commissioned a mobile game that's uh-huh. a clone of Pokemon Go, uh-huh. and it's called Follow JC Go. <laughs> And it's the same principle as Pokemon Go. It has the same AR stuff. But whenever you go around and you collect these things, it's you're collecting saints from the Bible and, and you know, just in, in general, just saints and other, uh, quote, blessed characters from the Bible. <laughs> That's a new thing. That, uh, if the, how soon are they going to release this thing? Did they I say? I think it's out. Holy I shit. I don't know. If and they still haven't gotten the Harry Potter one out? I, I they said well they said the commission to promote like the thing of it I don't know if that necessarily yeah. meant that it's done or if they're funded it or what all of this means exactly but I've seen some of it and it just looks like a half-assed version of <laughs> Pokemon Go which I mean it is follow Jesus yeah. Christ Go basically 
there's a uh, there's a dinosaur version of that, which probably is about the same quality, where you essentially just it's it's the same premise and it's just dinosaurs. I think it's kind of a knockoff Jurassic Park kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they built it just as fast as the Jurassic Park one. Maybe I, I know yeah. that the AR stuff has been taking off a little bit more recently. I know that there yeah. are other franchises that have got some AR stuff that are that's built kind of similar to the disc. I know uh I keep seeing ads for Walking Dead has one now, I think. Oh yeah. Like an AR thing that. where you're like yeah. a, you're like a you're just a, like a character you're walking through like real life and then all of a sudden like behind a building you'll have like a bunch of zombies come start walking towards you and you have to try and find different ways to kill them and I think you can like incorporate AR versions of like characters from the game to help you fight like AR Michonne's right beside you helping you cut up the guys. Yeah, I I do know exactly what you're talking about. When I was uh, watching The Walking Dead uh, just recently, it it popped up as like a commercial on there. Neat. They're pushing pushing that shit. Neato mosquito. uh, Yeah. There were other things I was doing. I forgot. Did I end? Did I tell you I was done telling you about things I was doing? Uh, You talked about game. You talking about the games? No, like just in life. I did other things. You told me two things. You said you, you had me... two things. You yeah, but more? I had. I have more. Do you want me to circle back around? Sure. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I also, I forgot about this. I, we haven't talked since I went to the uh, Galaxy of Heroes con, right? In no, Paducah? you have no? not. So, um, so I guess it was probably the, the weekend after the last time we spoke. Uh, I went to, it was, Paducah had their first, Paducah, Kentucky had their first uh, Comic-Con, and it was called Galaxy of Heroes. And it was in this building that, I can't remember the name of it, but it had, uh, it gave you the uh, the thought that it was probably like an antique mall type situation going so on. This is different than Cape Con, right? Yes, yeah, because Cape's in okay, Missouri. So this, is, this is the Paducah, yeah. Paducah has its own. I just know that they're relatively close, I guess, in a way. Sure. They're not too far apart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is this is in there, and uh, they kind of gave the implied that it was probably in like an antique mall type situation. Okay. Uh, so we went and went down there, and uh, it was a uh, a flea market, like not just a outside flea market. It was like one of those flea markets that you see people go to on TV with like a restaurant inside it, and like there's like just these staple stores that are always there that are selling like your groceries and like old food that's about ready to expire and somebody gives haircuts it was like just your like flea market community set up and uh that was was, going on at the same time as the con or it was like part of it no it was going on at the same time so like oh shit so you could go get some like old comics (laughs) and then read them while you're getting your haircut yes that's exactly what i'm telling you because she doesn't take appointments uh, of, so course, of course, of course <laughs> Yeah, you can like you just have a day out of it. Like it's one of those ones that like you hear about people like going like Walt on like Tell Them Steve Day talk about going to the flea market and just spending the day and everything. Or the first thing uh, I thought about whenever you said Walt was Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh, not like him, uh, but yeah. So there's like a whole full fledged restaurant with like a little buffet in there and everything. And uh, like indoor plumbing rest, uh, uh, indoor restrooms. plumbing. They got indoor plumbing there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got a place where you can get puppies. Uh, 
Oh, so this, have, is, this is this is basically like if it took place in the Marion Mall. Yeah, it's Marion, it, there is Mall. more shit going on at that place than at the Marion Mall. Of course, but I mean, like, <laughs> I remember like this is basically like this is Marion Mall, but there's also a con going on. Yeah, there's a lot less teeth than at the Marion Mall, but uh, teeth, teeth, yeah. Like, I mean, because oh, you're in Kentucky, you're in Kentucky. Is that Kentucky, what you're getting now? Well, I was thinking more of like it's a flea market. It's kind of like more generally kind of like dirtier people. Not to not that there's anything wrong with them, <laughs> but uh, but I don't. It's my jam. Like I felt, I felt equally as at home there as I did at open mic night. I almost asked if I could rent out a spot just so I can stay there. And you know they uh, would say yes. <laughs> they would have absolutely. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, a lot of places where you could get like uh, a rebel flag on anything. Sure. And uh, there were a lot of places where you could get your uh, get some wood, uh, and not like a penis, but like. Just uh, wood products, like a, your, a plaque with your name on it or uh, anything like, like that. Also, there was a sex shop where you can get wood. <laughs> there wasn't. Like, I was I was surprised. There was no, uh, no like, used sex toys or anything like that. <laughs> like, there was no, like, uh, Spencer's Gifts where you could <laughs> yeah. buy dildos and stuff at now. You're like, this isn't the mall. I can't get a dildo here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Spencer's is, uh, they've gone to the other side of the world. They sure I have. like it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there were essentially two, like, hall areas, and that's where the con was kind of broken out into. So there's this mainstay of all these stores that are in this kind of giant flea market area, and then there's two halls where they probably house events, from what I can tell. One of them being where they do, like, country music dance hall nights. Mm. <laughs> And so you can go there like on a Friday night and you can uh, do a little square dancing, maybe. Uh, maybe. And maybe. I don't know if you're into that kind of thing. But that that area was uh, generally more like toys and uh, not sex toys, but like pop uh, pop culture toys and things of that nature. And uh, then the other room was more of comic books and things like that. And our local comic book shop, Campus Comics, was there. So I stopped and Sweet. talked to Mike, talked to Mike for a bit and uh, just kind of visited. Mike Eagle. Mike, Mike no. Eagle there? I don't know who that is. Is that like so, a... You said square dance. Do you remember how to square dance from eighth grade gym class? Uh, I know the electric slide like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't I, I don't know if I know how to square dance. I mean... Was your no. eighth grade class, gym class the same as mine where you learned how to square dance? Had to be. I was only a couple years behind you. Yeah. Had to be. We learned um, how to. We had there to were learn four how to of them, dance. It was like, yeah, like three or four different dances that we had yeah. to learn. There's the electric slide, square yes. dance, uh-huh. and shit. What was it? It was one? every dance that you do at a wedding, and I guess they were like, "This is the so- chicken." Yes, the the chicken <laughs> dance. That was one of them for sure. I got an A. <laughs> they just need to make sure that you're like, whenever you go to a wedding, as an adult, you're not <laughs> as socially awkward as you should be because we taught you how to do these things. I didn't ever think of it that way, but I really like your version of why we have dancing in PE in eighth grade. <laughs> you get you get an A for effort. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you drop out after eighth grade, like at least you know how to dance at a wedding. <laughs> yeah. You can be that guy who doesn't have a GED and works part time as a dishwasher but gets drunk off your ass, but you know how to fucking dance your ass off at that wedding. Absolutely. You can give that electric slide some hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that was it was pretty cool. It wasn't like a 
crazy. There wasn't a, a shit ton of people there, but there were some people. And I think it drummed up some interest that hopefully uh, can carry on to a couple, at least see this out for another year or two. It was free to get into. Um, and there weren't really any uh, any big names or anything that I had drawn to it. It was more about just getting the interest uh, drummed up in there. I wonder if that, uh, would, if that would make them warrant enough to... Because isn't that... Isn't, uh, Paducahs were show-me centers, is that right? Mm-hmm. We're show-me centers. No, is that that's Cape? in Cape. Yeah, because... Damn it. Uh, Mar- what's uh, in Paducah? There's Missouri a, there's a, there's the a, show me the show me state show me state. But where's the where's what Paducah has like a big Paducah convention center. They, they do, do a lot of stuff that's there too, like different small shows or magicians, yeah, like or they'll have concerts. like uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like it'd be cool if it drummed up enough stuff where they could get it kind of wedged in that place eventually yeah. or something. Then yeah, they might be able to uh, pull some people's names and stuff to come there. It's the. Um... I don't know. Carson Center, that's what it is. Carson Center, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Willie Nelson was there earlier this year with Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I wanted to go. I was like, it was a good time. (laughs) I bet it was a good time. (laughs) They're going to have Spam a lot there this year, it looks like. Sweet. Yeah, and then Sawyer Brown's going to have a Christmas show. Of course. They're going to say, well, I ain't first class, but I ain't white trash. And they're going to make that song a Christmas song? uh, Yeah, why not? Uh, Bill Ingvall is going to be there. I'm just telling. I'm just listing off. Uh, you're just looking at the. You're looking at the fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're looking at the event calendar for Carson Center. You get stuck in stuff. You just start like listing stuff out every once in a while. Um, but anyways, while we were in Paducah, I we were just I looked up on the Facebook, and this is maybe the first time that Facebook has ever been useful to me in the event arena of things. I was looking at what time the Comic-Con started, and it was like other things you might like in that area. And there was a zombie walk that was going on. And I was like, a zombie walk? What does that mean? And uh, so it was free also to be involved, and you could like donate. It was for a cause of some sort. I don't know what that cause is, which tells you that I didn't pay attention. Um, But I did donate some money, and essentially what they do is they... uh, you are you're just raising awareness. It's not a race or anything, and they you can either come dressed up in an outfit or whatever, or you can uh, you can just uh, pay three bucks and they'll do your makeup for you there, and then um, then you walk from like Ninth Street all the way down to the river, and you're supposed to like act like a zombie the whole time, and uh, so I did that. I, I acted like a zombie. It was my first. Uh, did you get maybe your, my? Did you first, get your face painted? I did. I'm I'm actually looking for it so I could send a picture over to you, um, but I don't really know how to use my uh, phone super well sometimes. So that's fine. But I'm I'm gonna send this over to you so you can enjoy uh, was my it? my luscious makeup. So you went from Ninth Street all the way down to the river. Yeah, so it's like nine streets, yeah. nine blocks. <laughs> I'm actually pretty familiar with, which sounds stupid because I didn't know the Carson Center was the name of the Carson Center, <laughs> but being you know with Mandy and stuff, and then being so close to Paducah, we've gone there quite a okay. bit. So we're actually pretty familiar with all like the riverfront stuff because we've gone there quite a bit. Yeah, but it's always a good time. Ooh, it is, that's it's, good. You like I like that? your I like your uh, your brain leaking out there. Yeah, they gave me a little bit of it. It was uh, real gross to peel off my face. Is it? Was it like toilet paper? No, it was like a. 
it was something I guess you can get like a package of them and they're like little spongy things, but it soaked up like the paint and the glue. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like wet and gross a little bit. Yeah, uh, but it was neat. I, I had a good time just pretending to be a zombie for a moment. And uh, so was that before or after the con? That was after the con. After that the was con, okay. that was the next stop uh, in in the in the uh, line of events for the day. And like the last stop too, but uh, it was all cool. I was gonna go into the mall walking around like that, but decided not to. Uh, thought I might just go in there and be like, Argh! Argh! I got a video of it too. I'll have to show you sometime of of me walking down the street like a zombie. You can uh, <laughs> critique it and see if I'm good enough for The Walking Dead. I want you to post it on on uh, on Facebook's page or on the tweets for peeps Ooh, to see. I could that do way. That. Everybody can judge you. We could. I don't mind. Everybody will be Judgy Jasons we or can, uh, Judgy Janices we... for the female listeners. Yeah. I've never heard that, that term before in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Anyways, um, you, we were getting right ahead into games before I derailed you. You, for... you played Pokemon Go. I know. I played Pokemon we'll Go. And it. you hadn't played a lot. I but played, did you have anything to talk about I on the game? I played a little itself? bit of uh, Destiny 2. The Halloween event is going on right now. It goes on until the end of the month for, for you know, Halloween, obviously. Um, <laughs> it's called the Festival of the Lost, where we all uh, honor the dead guardians and stuff that have passed on throughout mm-hmm. the game franchise and throughout the lore and stuff. Um, it's got this really cool new mode that they added into it for it. Uh, so whenever the second or the was it the second one no the first expansion came out it's called Curse of Osiris they had this um area inside of the Curse of Osiris uh, DLC that was called the Infinite Forest and it's basically just like a computer generation that recreates the fabrics of time so you can actually go back through time and run through like a simulation if you will of certain past events that have not happened to your character, but actually just happened, you know, in the past and you're just thrown into it or into the future or, you know, some of it's even present day. But, um, the festival of the lost takes that concept of the infinite forest and they call it the haunted forest. And they kind of turn a big game into it, uh, where you have to fight different mobs and waves of enemies. And eventually it gets to a point where, um, you actually get paired up in a group with two other people. So you have a fire team of three people. You go into the haunted forest and you have like 20 minutes to try and get through as many as what they call branches, um, waves of enemies and stuff as you possibly can. And it nets you rewards. Um, the big penultimate reward is they redid a gun from the year one of destiny two, um, that was called origin story. And now it's called horror story. And, a lot of people are trying to do it because, uh, one, it's a really good gun. Two, it is mm-hmm. actually, uh, the gun comes out no matter what level you are, light level, it comes out at level 600, which is the highest light level that you can get. So oh. it's actually helping people get to that super high light level really fast. Um, so people have been like grinding on it and actually, uh, you know, trying to go through the haunted forest as many times as they possibly can. But I've only actually gone through it a couple times myself because, you know, like I said, I've been busy, but I sure. actually really enjoy the game type so much that I hope I know it's not going to happen, but I, it would be cool if they just left it in the fucking game. 
yeah. as just a as just a thing there, and they didn't take it away. Like it wasn't necessarily quote unquote seasonal. Like it could just be there as a permanent installation because it's it's legitimately fun. But I, I know this is they're really really hard up on their on their seasonal stuff. So come time for Christmas, they have like a Christmas event and so on and so forth. Um, but this is they didn't do a, a Halloween event last year, so this is the first time we've got a Halloween event in Destiny Two. So I'm assuming that we're we're definitely going to have a year three of Destiny Two. So I, we'll see it back next year. But so far it's been really good. But the other thing that's kind of really kind of weighing on me game wise is that it's game season now because it's the holidays. Ah. Um, there's been a bunch of good shit that's already come out the pipe like down down the line already. Like, you know, I, Mega Man 11 came out. I still need to pick it up, and I want to play it bad. Um, the new Assassin's Creed came out, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, the new Super Mario Party came out. The new Black Ops came out, um, which I'm not really truly interested in, but just for people. Um, yeah. Soul Calibur 6 just came out. I don't know if you're familiar with Soul Calibur games, the fighting franchise. Um, I haven't. Uh, I have never gotten involved with that. I've seen the name around, but I've never dabbled. Really cool fighting game. Since since Soul Calibur 2, they've always had in like guest fighters, and the guest fighters were dependent upon which console you picked it up on. You would have a different fighter. So whenever Soul Calibur 2 came out, if you got it on GameCube, you had the regular cast of the characters, all the bonus and hidden characters, but then your character that you got that was specific to the GameCube version was Link. You could play as Link from Legend of Zelda. Oh, um, if you got it on the original Xbox, whenever it came out, you got to play as uh, Spawn, like the the comic mm-hmm. character Spawn. Um, and then if you got it on PlayStation Two, I believe it was Haihaichi, who is a character from another fighting game, uh, Tekken. Um, and then they they kept doing that for quite a while. Like I remember at one point in time, I think it was like Soul Calibur Four only came out on like PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. If you got the Xbox 360 version, they tied up with uh they tied up with Lucas Studios. If you got the 360 version, you could have Yoda as an unlockable character. If you got the PlayStation version, you could get Vader. Cool. Um and they they've still been doing it like they've had Ezio from the Assassin's Creed uh franchise. They've had Kratos from God of War be a character on there before. Um just different little tie-ins and stuff, but the regular characters in the game are super cool too. Um, I don't think they're doing anything like that right now, unless it's going to be a DLC down the road, but that just came out. Um, I think it's this Friday as the Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. Yeah. Uh, got some remasters that are coming out. Fallout 76 comes out next month. The new Pokemon games, Battlefield 5, mm-hmm. uh, Just Cause 4, Smash Brothers. It's just getting to be that point in time, like, all of those games I've named and a lot more that I did not name are all coming out <laughs> prior to even the end of the fucking year. Not to That's mention crazy. that like February and March are going to be insane because a lot of games they announced at E3 this year are not even going to see the light of day until those months. So those months are going to be really heavy hidden too. Ah, uh, huh. That's cool. I did. Yeah. I didn't, I guess I, I always knew that like holiday season was a time that like, obviously everything releases, during there because it's time for you know your presents and stuff like that but i didn't realize that it was a that that gaming that had a pretty big impact on yeah it's very just to me because there's so many different things that i want to pick up and so many different things that i want to play that always look so good to me and it's just like uh this is gonna have to sit on the back burner and wait a few months or something like that and maybe wait until it's like 
$30 or something on sale or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and pick out my games that I definitely want because, you know, once Black Friday's here, some of these titles that'll be just coming out might be like 40 bucks instead of $60 yeah, or something like that. So or yeah. I have to kind of pick and choose which ones I want because I'm not going to spend all my money. But then at the same time, you know, I also have a baby, so it's hard for me to play games. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You'll start just collecting. You won't even really be playing yeah. them. You just basically I have that game. I ha- You'll be like me. Yeah. Except for I don't have a baby. It's wrapped, I just... in, the, it's wrapped in the cellophane on the shelf, and it's just <laughs> hanging out waiting to be played. I always unwrap them. If nothing else, I at least unwrap and them. I usually always, I always unwrap this stuff. The first thing you do them. when you get at home, you just, oh, I want to unwrap it. and then Sometimes I don't even wait to get home. I just open it because I want to see what's inside. Mm-hmm. You open uh, that shit up. Movies, TVs, we already talked to <clears> you. You said you watched a little bit of Walking Dead. How I That's, that's one of my things... Uh, I've got a few things that I've been watching, which it's just real quick. I mean, always yeah. sunny, mm-hmm. um, still great. Every episode keeps getting better. I really like this last one. Tonight's episode, um, obviously I haven't watched it yet, but this tonight's episode is supposed to be uh, just Charlie, and it's basically Home Alone, but <laughs> with Charlie. <laughs> That's funny. Um I've been watching a lot of Travel Channel specials, like I, like I said before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's getting getting deep into the special season, uh, getting closer to Halloween. <laughs> Got my ghost adventures on, uh, watching those, and and I can't stop watching. Uh, now that we've got, I don't know if you have this on Sling. There was that advertised package or something like that that's at the top of the list. If you like, look at the grid of your channels, like a channel guide list. Uh-huh. At the top of it, it said four packages for one. Yeah, whatever. and you get that, like, 10 bucks, you get four different packages? Yeah, well, I already had the comedy package, which was already in there, and they were basically, like, telling me after I got into the thing, they was just like, oh, if you click this, your comedy package will be on there, plus a bunch of other cool shit, and a yeah. package of movie channels, and it's the exact same cost you've been paying. And I'm yeah. just like, well, holy shit. So after I click that, now I have, I've already had Food Network, but now I have the cooking channel. And now yeah. I have a whole new list of, like, <laughs> food shows that I'm fucking interested in that I've never start never watched until now. Yeah, you can get Unwrap 2.0 on the on the cooking channel. Yeah, so Unwrap 2.0. Uh, yeah, that's a, a, that's got a what's his name? Uh, Alfonso. Yeah, Alfonso's on there. Yeah. Uh the Carlson. He and then uh I started watching um there's another show on there that we we've, we've been watching called Cheap Eats. Where, okay. He gives himself uh, the, the host gives himself a budget of thirty five dollars, and he yeah. has to, he goes to a city and goes to just like the other food channels. You know he'll like like diners, drive-ins, and dives. So they'll go to a specific city and they'll pick like three good eateries, three or four good eateries that they'll go to and eat at. But he's doing it on a budget. Everything he does in this city through a day's time spans, he's like, I have to eat breakfast, lunch, I'll get a snack, and I have dinner. Yes. So he has four things that he gets, and he has to spend the thirty five dollars or less. If he goes over budget, then he basically loses the the thing for the day, the challenge. They should just not record that day. I don't think. Basically, yeah. I would call it call it a bust. I wonder if he's ever. They'll busted. be like, they'll be like, has we he... went to St. Louis, but fuck it, we lost. <laughs> Have you? Has he ever busted on the episodes you've watched? No, nothing that I've seen so far. Yeah, he's came really close those. though. Honestly, <laughs> like there's been a lot that were pretty close. I'm sure some of them might have gotten fudged to where he was just like, oh, we came in 25 cents shy. <laughs> you know, and they probably fudged it just a smidge or just to, just to give him a little whatever. You think they would do that? Yes. 
<laughs> it doesn't make for good TV when you lie about the premise of your entire show. But the other thing was like, I can't decide where we want to start next. We don't know if we want to finish Colt for American Horror Story because we still like have like three or four episodes left from that season. We yeah. wanted to finish it before Start Apocalypse, even though they don't really have anything to do with each other. Yeah, it's the principle of being well. caught up. We don't know if we want to finish Cult before we start diving into Apocalypse. Um, that Haunting on Hill uh, of Hill House just came oh, out on I've Netflix. I've heard that that's good. I've heard it's, it's amazing scary. from a bunch of people, and I'm really stoked to see it. Um, we've not watched any of the new episodes of Walking Dead. Um, Daredevil Season 3 is out. I've heard it's amazing, too. Um, just so much stuff that I want to... We, we just don't know even where to start. It's kind of overwhelming. So You better me, watch Daredevil Season 3 before uh, they drop all of the... Marvel Netflix shows. I don't think that they'll. I don't think they'll drop the Daredevil. I think it's way too popular for him. I could see him that getting rid of Jessica Jones for yeah. sure. And what if they Punisher? still, ha- uh, or do well, they I mean, even have plans? Was that just kind of a standalone one season kind of? No, thing? there's a season two being made for Is sure. There? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know how popular one was. I know yeah, I, I watched know. part of season one. I didn't get to finish it, but it was really good. What I watched. Mm-hmm. I guess this since that's in the news, uh, might as well just go ahead and say that too. That. Do it. Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist both got canceled. Yeah, they They're, got canned. They gone. As well Which as means uh, that we are. The, they we, canceled this, another Netflix show. What was it? Uh, I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. But I mean, like, does that mean that? Do you think we'll get another Defenders, or was it just going to consider that a one-off? I don't know. Or you know, I did see I something. I don't which, see it uh, being like completely implausible. I mean. They could do like a Defender season two and then just not have those two characters be in any other show other than that one. Or they they did have uh, there's a they have a history of these two characters being in a storyline together with Heroes for Hire is the name of the 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 storyline or the the their team up of those two. And so they could potentially just be canceling both of those shows to run one show as a team up show. Uh, of just those two instead of a Defender show with all four of them, they've got the two of them in Heroes for Hire, potentially. I don't know. I saw that somewhere. But this is the other thing, too. Does that also mean that we're going to see eventually Netflix and Disney butt heads once the actual Mm -hmm. Disney app comes out? I mean, are they going to try to fight to get the rights back to those characters? Are they going to tell them they have to pull all of them? I guess it just depends on what their contracts are. Um, I sort of didn't know. Like, if we have Daredevil season three, season four doesn't come out prior to, uh, you know, any anything the launch. Ha- the launch of the app or something like that. Yeah. If they come to some agreements, they were just like, "Well, you can keep what seasons you have of those shows on there for people to watch, but you're not going to make any more new properties starring mm-hmm. these characters because we have the rights to them." It's definitely potential. I mean, Potential there. I, I, I mean, didn't know what would end up happening with that. I guess Netflix is just a production company at this point. They're not. They're just a network. It's just. It's no. No different than uh, Fox running the Gotham show. It's right. not that Fox has any real buy-in. They're just. They've said, "Well, how's this show for you?" And uh, and really, the, the the rights are still with Warner Brothers. So you could easily. They could. I, I guess depending on you know if they've written a con it seems like all their contracts are for one season at a time though with these shows is they're not going we're signing a three season deal with net with daredevil and yeah, netflix that's, that's the only thing like uh, there's very few shows that they've done that with that they've got the rights to do like yeah. i know that they signed an x amount of season deal whenever they did 
uh, series of unfortunate events. It wasn't just we're going to do one season, see how it goes. Okay. They were like, we're going to do all the books. Are that's you guys right. in or are you out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Which made for a nice little compact, like they'll have three seasons and they'll be good to go. Oh, right. uh, Orange is the New Black is what they also canceled. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's I think did they cancel it or they're just like this is the last season. That's it. I guess, they, yeah, I guess it's probably more of that. I didn't than know anything. if it was like, quote unquote, series finale because they were like, eh, we're dragging it on for a while. And it's been going on for a bit. So <laughs> could we're going to I mean, cut it down and, and be done with it or, yeah, or what? Yeah, Piper, Piper's out of jail. Spoilers. So, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to have to figure out something to do with the last bit of story. I've only seen a handful of episodes. Spoilers. Oh, so I don't really know much about the show. <laughs> Can't believe you'd say that to the public. No, it's it's good for, for people who like that show. But, yeah. Have you I been see. watching any other TV right, or is that about same, what you got? The same can be said about any show, Shad. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I was like, it's about it. I'm just still trying to yeah. decide. I was going to say, since you said you started watching Walking Dead, yeah, sell me on it. Make me make, um, make that be the one that I want to start, unless it's let bad. Me, and let me sell you on this. <laughs> um, see, the thing with Walking Dead for me... Is they they do this every every oh, season starting off bad, they uh they they sell you on it like you're you're really in I'm in this time it's gonna be great this time you know how they they do it you you've been sucked in every year just like I have yep and you get probably about six episodes in and you're like what the fuck it's just I I can't believe I'm wasting my life on this is what it seems to generally be they've got a good pattern of that for at least the the last either on season nine so probably the last four years maybe maybe five that. You just it's constant disappoint disappointment after like the first act of that season, um, so I'm in. I, this season's good. It's it started off pretty strong. Um, I like the direction that they're going with the characters. It doesn't seem like they're at a slow pace, but like I said, I feel like that happens every season. You get your first three four episodes, and you you the pace is good, and you know you so, start going okay. There's something going on here, and I just don't know what it is yet, and I'm. I'm in to see what it is, but I, yeah. Here's the I don't thing know. with that too, though. They didn't they say prior to all of the season being started and everything that whenever it comes time for Rick Grimes to be quote unquote exiting, however it happens, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. I guess they was then they say that Andrew Lincoln was there for like the first half of the season, like the first eight to nine episodes. Uh, and that's what it had originally read like. It said it was going to be pretty pretty deep into the season but they've actually got a countdown now he's got two episodes left so yeah that's what i heard he will like be episode on five. Season five yep mm-hmm. episode five of season nine and then no Ed, more ricky ricky grimies oh ricky grimes yeah i don't uh but to tell you the truth and this isn't a spoiler i guess they aren't leaning towards any reason why he would be leaving which tells me that it's probably going to be a death is uh. that it's it, it's not going to be him going away because it, it doesn't see unless he like goes and flips a lid in two episodes and changes his mind on a lot of things. Um, this so like, is everything that's kind of going on. He's not like, are they all trying to still kind of work together or, or like this divide? Is it still there and really big that we got from the end of last season? The divide is there. Uh, it's kind of everything's kind of like nobody's really talking about their feelings it seems like you definitely have daryl feeling a certain way about things and maggie feeling a certain way about things and rick and they've all kind of seem like they've got their own version of what they believe is right uh but they're not it hasn't come to a head yet it hasn't come to a head of 
them all fighting about it. I think they've been pretty, uh, pretty civil about their conversations together. Uh, Maggie did something that was pretty, uh, pretty hardcore in episode one. And that's the other thing. I really like the time jumps that are happening. So there was, I don't know what the time jump is between the end of season eight and the beginning of season nine. Uh, but I think what could drive this series to be a little bit better is that from episode one to episode two was a month jump. So they're, they're, if they can do time jumps like this throughout the season and kind of skip all the bullshit that they've been showing every other year, this could potentially be a really good season because of that. Because they're kind of, let's fast forward through this stuff and we'll just fill you in with a little bit of story at the beginning of the episode. Or we'll mention something briefly about kind of setting up the situation that you've missed over the last 30 days. Um, that could potentially save this, seri- this uh, series completely just by bypassing this the lag in time. Right, which I think, I mean, to a certain extent, we started getting some of that whenever it came close to the end of Season 8 a little yeah. bit. I mean, it wasn't as drastic of time jumps or anything like that, but people were saying like they're not doing a bunch of like the middle integer talking about a bunch of extra shit that doesn't really matter mm-hmm. because I mean it not that it didn't matter before but we've already got to the point where these characters have been talked about they've already been established if you've been here from day one or day however many of the show you kind of already <laughs> know the ins and outs of who these people are what they stand oh, for yeah. and what they're at and everything so you don't really have to have all of this middle bullshit of like an episode where like Rick and Carl and Daryl are in a fucking car just driving around listening to music and then they stop and they talk about their feelings <laughs> and how they feel on this subject for two seconds. They kill a zombie and pick up a cash and then they drive back. That that doesn't have to have an ep- hour episode of something that happens like that because exactly. we already know who they are. We already know what yeah. they stand for. We've just built the world. The we understand. Yeah, we've, we've built everything. We kind of understand exactly what's going on uh, with these characters. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of mystery still, um, which is it, that that is another kind of classic beginning of the season thing is that they're setting up. Sure. You still don't know anything about the the uh, helicopter and that, but they are they're teasing some stuff that has to do with it. Um, but everybody's kind of going on their own. There's uh, there's some tension building up in multiple areas between like the saviors being uh, the non Negan led sa- uh, um, saviors. And then you you do have I will spoil this for you. Uh, I'm sure you figured it out. Negan is uh, in a prison cell. Well, and, yeah. uh, they show and him at the that. end of the thing, right? Oh, do they? I yeah, at the remember. end of season eight, they show him. Oh yeah, and uh, he's got a really long beard. Cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, it it's going pretty well. I'm uh, I'm caught up as of right now completely. I'm I've seen all three episodes, and. Uh, seems like it uh, I'm in I'm in for the time being and I'm wondering you know see if if episode five is Rick's last episode if it typically is dropping off in that episode six episode seven maybe this is the kind of thing that'll push us through that without seeing that dip in interest uh, though I guess the ratings are pretty shitty this this season from what I yeah, from what I I've read coming off of the heels of what happened from last season and how everything kind of panned out it seemed like more more often than not old fans were just kind of like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. And it just hit such a big thing that it doesn't surprise me that like this season could turn out to be super awesome. 
and mm-hmm. really fucking cool, but they're still going to suffer because not anybody's going to watch it because of stuff that had happened from the past seasons. Yeah, like well, sins of the past catching up with the present. Yeah, kind of a thing. They did. Uh, they did the Negan storyline, like the All Out War storyline, for what two and a half seasons? Like that's that's they spent way too much time on that. Right. I realized that I guess it would have been the end of season six was when they introduced Negan. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, it was that long ago that all of that happened. Like, they they spent way too much time on a storyline that lasted probably maybe 20 issues. Yeah. Well, it's my other thing, too, that uh, whenever it comes to the point where Rick's gone and everything, are we going to have that lull that happens whenever a major character like that's gone? Like, whenever Carl died, we had like almost a three episode gap in that season. That was basically yeah. just them being sad that Carl's They're gone. Sad. There yeah. was some stuff that still happened. And I mean, yeah, there's always exciting shit that ends up going down here and there between some stuff, but end up being more or less like half of this episode is Rick trying to talk to Negan over a walkie talkie being like, Carl's <laughs> dead. <laughs> I got a letter from Carl. Here's what he said, but I don't care. I love that fucking kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And there was like three episodes that was like that, where there was at least one walkie-talkie conversation that lasted ten minutes between those two men that ended up being one of them being like, no, I like Carl. No, I like Carl. Well, you're going to die. No, you. Well, if all I know is if they let, if they, if they kill off, I mean, he's going no matter what Rick right. is. Uh, I think that they're going to need the charisma that Negan brings to that character and somehow make you like him as a as a good guy because Daryl doesn't have what it takes to run that show. I mean, just watching these first three episodes, I'm like, I love Norman Reedus. I mean, with my love for him goes way back to Boondock Saints, but like, I don't think he can carry that show. He is not the star of that show and just can't be. He's no, not. A... This almost have to be. That's the same way that it was whenever they killed off the major characters from Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Hey, the yeah. only third person that's going to carry off the show now is going to be Morgan. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like Morgan. A lot of these other people's that are side characters, not necessarily that they don't have the charisma, but it's just like it's not their show. Mm-hmm. It never was to begin with. Walking Dead was like about that. Rick Grimes and eventually became about Rick Grimes' family. And mm-hmm. it became about Rick and Carl. I mean, even after Lori was still there and prior to her death and everything. But, I mean, like, it was more or less about Rick and Carl. All these other people were here to build and tell a story. But if you don't, they're all going to have to tell the story together to be able yeah. to try and make it out of Rick being gone from the show. I would like to see the, you know, if they can, if they can build something with Negan, uh, which I'm sure that's what they're planning on doing. I mean, that there's no reason why you you build that up like you do, but uh, I think that there's a cool, there could be a, a cool dynamic of like, I hate you, but I need you around between Michonne and Negan. That might, might be cool to play out. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So outside of that, um. I've also I watched the first episode of The Connors, the return of Roseanne minus Roseanne, mm. and uh, it was I gotta tell you it was actually a, a pretty good episode from my opinion. Uh, I heard I heard Roseanne's dead. Uh, Roseanne did die. They did kill her off. Uh, Opiates. She, she did OD. She mm. did indeed. Uh, but it was I. The only thing I have to say about that show is the jokes were there, the characters were there, your relationships with those characters were there. Uh, but 
everything was still centered around Roseanne. It was definitely like dealing with her death and how that plays out. And so I don't know how the season continues and how those characters build unless it's like I have a feeling it's going to be always referring to Roseanne because she's still I think she's still going to be the main character of that show, even even in the in the ground, per se. Um, And that's how that show will survive is probably based on like, like. I don't feel like it's going to have enough legs to keep going for X amount of years. I could see it lasting maybe two or three seasons yeah. at most. Because I feel like they're eventually going to venture out past the... We've dealt with Roseanne's death for like the first four or five episodes. And we'll probably bring it back up eventually. But once it gets to the point where it's like a storyline of like... Dan's mad at Jackie because of this and blah, blah, you know, and throwing in some old characters or something and be like, Oh, Johnny Galecki's back and he's back for good now. Oh, he's on episode two already. Like he's on the next episode. Yeah. So and like, they'll probably just mean like, maybe he's not there permanently, but I mean like they'll yeah. throw in other people like that. I'm sure there's going to be people there like reminiscing about her and kind of get to that point to where they'll move past it and then they'll have new central plots and storylines that coincide with these characters but yeah i mean i definitely think they're gonna have to harken back and harp on that stuff because it's just like the same thing with any you have a death in the family especially if it's from opiates and stuff like that you don't just not talk about it yeah no yeah and I, I get that completely. I just I I imagine the show will be a lot of like darling going, well, what would mom do? And then like that'll be the way that the show survives is yeah. just they they make their decisions based on how their upbringing was and and kind of having that um, outward dialogue about it so that the audience knows, oh, this show is still about Roseanne. Uh, but it was it was a good watch, and uh, I do have the next episode DVR to check that out. So be real weird if they like after everything was done and it's been like two or three seasons, they know that that's going to be ending soon. And it's like a series finale for the Connors, and they're you know just putting the pin in everything and finishing it off. If like the whole end of the series died with Dan, like it ended with Dan dying too. Uh huh. Like both parents dead, and then just the kids having to deal with the loss and just kind of moving on from things. Dealing with that, the house and yeah. all the bills that they still have. Yeah, they could easily, they could do that. And that might even be, I, 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 they they definitely made Dan look pretty rough uh, in the in the first episode. Like he kind of was unkempt and a little, a little, uh, you could, he, they made him look like he just lost his wife. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know if it was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and then uh, the other show I've been keeping up with is Titans on the DC Universe app. It has now uh, been aired uh, two episodes as of Teen this Titan. recording. Yeah, not Teen Titans. Teen Titan, go! Not... <laughs> no, this is just Titans. Fuck Batman. Justin. <laughs> um, it's been pretty good, actually. Uh, it It definitely, to me... As I want to hear something good about it because every time I've heard anybody mention the word Titans so far since it's been out, everything's been negative. Really? Yes. Like every review I've heard from people that I talk to on a daily basis from the other podcasts, like it's just everybody said like not good things about it. And I was like, I still want to check it out regardless. But if you have something good to say about it, then that would make me happy because <laughs> you'll be like the first person that's not been like, nah, or nah, just pass. 
Well, here's my take on it. I've actually, I, I watched the first episode the Friday night that it came out. And then last night, I knew we were going to be recording and I wanted to be up to date. So I watched, I was going to watch the second episode. And I was like, I'm going to dip back into the first episode and watch that again. And I did. And I still liked it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's completely rewatchable. It, it's definitely something you can dive back into. I think that they landed the tone of the show pretty well. Uh, Does it come it's, off like a like CW style? You think no, or is it no? More, I mean, you know, produced better or it's definitely more. It's produced better for sure. I think they've got a, a better budget, um, and it's it's like the. Uh, I guess it has to be pretty close to an R, if not an R, um, to it. So it's got definitely more of an adult feel. Um, maybe, oh, this it would go great on FX. So, like, FX has been pushing the limit. I think they've got a little bit more freedom as to mm-hmm. uh, their what they their curse count and their mm-hmm. semi nudity and get to like, like that. the FXX stuff. Like on Always Sunny, they've been censoring more. Uh, They've been sensing more PC-centric sensitive words. Like they, They've all f- gone back and, and said that they feel bad because they had an episode that was in, like I think, season two called Sweet D Dates a Retard. <laughs> and they yeah. both feel, they all, they all feel like horrible that they've actually like full on. The episode turned out great, but they didn't want to use that word anymore. I guess so. so they've gone back and they've now in like all of the new episodes and the past episodes, anytime they use that word at all, they bleep it out actually. Oh, wow. um, but they've been letting them say like "fuck" a lot, yeah. especially I was like on FXX. They they've they've said it like multiple times through an episode. It catches me off guard because it's still like a cable television network, <laughs> yeah. even though it's like more of like a paid one or whatever. But whenever you go back and you watch these episodes and they just let them say it, I'm just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's uh well that's the way like American Horror Story is now yeah. too, and they're just they're slinging them like crazy. So this would go great, I think, in that realm. Um, it has that darker tone that you've seen with other DC uh, properties, um, but I it, it somehow it has still this kind of brightness to it, I guess that I I think is landed better. It it reminds me of what I think they tried to achieve with Justice League, um, and it fell flat. This seems a little bit better organized. I like the TV format better, just in general. You know that. Um, and then, then the movie side of things. Right. Oh, and by the way, um, I, I, I've given up on my hate for TV shows, by the way. Um, <laughs> have you, that's good. It seems was, like, you, was... it seems like you've been watching a few, <laughs> just a few. Um, but, but yeah, I, so I like, I'm, I'm a real big fan of the TV format just in general, the, the hour long programming, um, the first episode was definitely a little bit more fractured as it was, um, a little bit of little pieces of everybody's kind of story. It definitely focused more on Dick, uh, yeah, on Dick and, mm. and Raven and kind of the two of them meeting up. Uh, and then it had a really like a, a 10, 15 minute story about like, um, Starfire and then it had What's maybe up like with a, them making Starfire look like she's like a hooker. Um, I I don't know. They haven't really said that yet. She hasn't had a a very big part in the story yet. Um, and then there's like two minutes on Beast Boy, like it's very very tiny, and on the first episode. But the the structure of uh, Nightwing or not Nightwing, Robin, I guess Dick mm-hmm. and 
and Raven story I like. I like he's a he's a, a works for the police department in this city that they're in, and Raven is kind of dealing with her demons and her. It's not really powers yet at this point, I guess. It's just kind of the thing that she's got going on, and uh, and there's just some some shit that's stirring up there. And she ends up being brought into the police, uh, the police station where Dick works. And they're like, hey, you're good with kids. Like, hey, can you talk to this this kid? Because she's quite a bit younger. And then they end up uh, talking and some other things happen. But they end up together, not like romantically, but um, partnering up to, to figure out what's going on with some stuff. Cool. Uh, and then second episode, they introduce Hawk and Dove. Um, into the whole thing, and it's very, very much the a story still with Dick and and Raven, and how their interaction with Hawk and Dove are, and the history that Dick has with Hawk and Dove, and they've they've mentioned Bruce Wayne a few times and Batman a few times, uh, but nothing that you would you wouldn't visually see anything, of course. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going good. I I see. This I'll tell you this. This is built better than like the Arrow show built up. Arrow was a really mm-hmm. slow burn. Uh, this feels like it's got a, a more more beats to it. It's a little bit more upbeat, a lot more going on um, to it, and you get to see some what seems like pretty good effects on, especially like Raven's um, Raven's powers that she has, and then the fight scenes are pretty good. I think they've nailed the fight scenes on these better than they have any of the other DC movies. Um, like the, the Dick Grayson's very heavily into like martial arts and stuff like that in like his his fighting style, uh, which is cool. It's bloody as all fuck. I can tell you that. Cool. Like they're uh, they're not shying away from the blood, and there is some cursing. It's I it's not like seeing apart from the trailer, whenever Dick's fighting somebody and he full on just like unloads a clip into some dudes too. Yeah. And uh, like, there's a part where he takes a guy and like pushes his face into a brick wall and like drags it along, and there's just like blood, like just like streak across the brick wall in the alley. Like it's that's awesome. It, uh, it's it's pretty gruesome, but I think it it definitely is. They're playing to an isolated audience, whereas the movies, I think they try to please too many people. So I think you'll dig it. I think it's something that you would definitely dig. For sure. I'm 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 still going to, like I said, I'll check it out one way or another, but not like I wanted to hear something where somebody actually like enjoyed it and had some more, like, like I said, like I think Jordan or somebody else from the other podcast had said like they thought it was pretty meh and then somebody else was like, yeah, it doesn't even look good. I don't know. And I was just like, it looks good to me. But yeah. in every review I've seen from any other site was like five or four or maybe even less depending on what it was. And they were like treating it like it was garbage. And I was like, is it really that bad? <laughs> I like I I'm definitely I'm a DC guy all the way. Like I'm not I'm I I watch the Marvel movies and I like the Marvel movies for what they are, but they kind of get old here and there. And I mean honestly watching some of the DC stuff, it gets old but not for the same reason. It gets old because I don't feel like they're they're doing it right. Like they're they're trying to please too many people and they're not nailing the characters or the storyline or something like that. And this, I feel like they're nailing the characters and I feel like they're nailing a storyline. I don't know where exactly it's going quite yet because I, I, I mean, obviously you could probably guess that they're, they're building the story to where eventually they will be the Titans as a, a team. There'll be a, a team that they'll pull together, but really like Dick and Raven haven't even 
don't even know that they're gonna be working so together yet. Is they're there, just is there big bad like Slade or somebody like that that they're you think they're all gonna get toward or? Um, I, no, I think that there there's some sort of I don't know what it is yet, but there's some sort of group that's after, um. Raven, some, they know that Raven has powers, and they are after her, and that's why she ended up at the at the uh, police department, is because she was trying to run away from whoever was trying to get her. Okay. Um, and then, uh, uh, what's Star? Star, uh, Star, Stardust. Um, what's the, mm-hmm. Not Star-Lord. Uh, the girl. What's her name? Starfire? Starfire. Thanks. I lost it. It went away. Uh, <laughs> Starfire also has the same situation going on. Somebody's after her, okay. um, and in her little what seems like just a little back, a little side story right now. And then uh, Beast Boy, they have like I said, they haven't really shown much of what's going on there yet. Uh, but I think that they're they're going to be unified by the fact that the three people with powers are gonna are being pursued by this same group is what it seems like it's going to pan out to be. And then uh, Dick Grayson's going to come in and kind of unite them all to fight against them um that that seems as though is gonna kind of be the general area the next episode that comes out friday is called origins and it seems like uh starfire's on like the the preview for it so i think it'll be maybe geared more towards her story and how she's gonna fit into this whole thing so that'll be pretty cool but yeah i i dig it i uh i i think it's got uh, a better quality than our uh, our Arrowverse shows that we have on the CW, and uh, I'm gonna keep watching it for sure. Sweet, um, definitely sounds good to me for sure. Now, Urgh. any other shows I, you? I uh, uh, the only other thing is I have start I last uh, season of the Arrowverse shows like the Supergirl, Arrow, and Flash, and Legends mm-hmm. of Tomorrow. Um, I didn't watch any of them. I started like I watched like episode one or so maybe excuse me um but i didn't actually get i didn't dive into them i had had too much going on so i did uh start that whole thing because the new seasons of everything started up and i'm like well fuck i'm behind on everything so i i am like two episodes into each of those shows uh, as of right now uh so yeah i definitely decided that i just need to give in and watch tv shows instead of complaining about them well, I'm glad you did because you bring so much to the table. Oh, that table. Well, we got uh, some more stuffs we need to talk about, and I know we're coming up to close on time, so let's let's rapid fire through the rest of our stuff and then get cool. some get some newsish before we endish. It sounds good. Uh, um, what what about some musics? You got some musics, new musics, or anything you've been listening um, to? New music. I I don't have a lot. I I did uh, revisit, not even revisit. I visited for the first time. Uh, have you ever listened to the uh, the like first EPs or whatever of the Front Bottoms? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the what are they all called? There's one called uh, I Hate My Friends, and there's My Grandma versus Pneumonia, mm-hmm. and then there's another one. I can't remember what's called. Yeah. Um, all the stuff I went, before the very first one. Yeah, before the before the first one. Um, I I dove into those over the last week or so while I was just doing shit around the house. Just like, ah, oh, I'd like to listen to these. And uh, they're real good, actually. Uh, the, the quality's bad because they're little, like, home recordings. But the songs outside of even the ones that, because uh, obviously they've repurposed some of them, maybe tweaked them a little bit in their song structure or 
uh, used bits and pieces, but there's some like whole songs in there that are just good. I, I it uh, brings back kind of if you listen to the new album, there's a lot of a uh, lot of levels of or layers of things that are going on in their songs now, and that really those EPs kind of bring it back to the basis of what the front bottoms are, and just like a guitar and drums and him kind of singing in the way that he does. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm always into front bottoms. I'm never like gone from them, but listening to those EPs definitely brought me back into just front bottoms world. It was a nice little visit to check those out. They've got, but, so the, is the going grace there still their latest album album, right? They've just had yeah. like another song or two that's come out since then. Right. Yeah. They had that end of summer. Yeah. Now I know song uh, that just released, but other than that, yeah, that was the only, uh, that was the last full length. Cool. That came out, but that was the only, that's the only, I, I'm not even like new music, but that's the only new music that I have visited and, uh, but I enjoyed it very much. So sweet. What about you? Uh, well, still been grinding on that, uh, Joji, Coheed, 21 Pilots stuff. <laughs> Just got like uh, a, a well, rotating playlist. Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, Joji's full album will be out Friday, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's, yeah, the 26th is whenever the whole new album comes out, so I'm excited for that. Um, since we've had The Infant. Mm-hmm. There's uh, still a lot of, like, itsy bitsy spy no we found some artists that are there's two there's two different groups that do this um one that we kind of clung to a little bit more so than the other one we listened to a little bit of um one is called uh rockabye baby okay and uh the other one that we kind of clung more to is called twinkle twinkle little rock star oh watch out <laughs> so twinkle twinkle little rock star takes anything from any genre of music and makes it a lullaby nursery song. No nice. lyrics or anything like that to it. It's just played on like bells or uh, or xylophone or something like that with uh, some organ or whatever else is in the background and stuff. But it sounds like a lullaby song. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's If it's a more upbeat song, they, they take the tempo down quite a bit and make it something that's sleepy time music and everything. But it's all still music that's familiar to all of the parents. So it's not okay. just your typical... Um, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star or Itsy Bitsy Spider shit. Like they they do literally anything. So they've done two full volumes of uh, of Twenty One Pilots, like two full oh, cool. two full volumes of that. Um, and I mean anything. They they actually have a Twinkle Twinkle Little Rock Star where they've done a full album of Sepultura uh, <laughs> and Cannibal Corpse and bands oh, like wow. that, like metal bands, metal metal bands. And they yeah. made they made those songs into lullaby versions of their songs. Um, and, and it's really awesome how well it translates and everything. So we've, we've been listening to that a lot in the car, um, just going back and forth the place to kind of ease her mind while she's in the car seat and stuff. But at the same time, we can kind of sing out loud to whatever yeah, we want to. Yeah, you guys sing along to it. That's yeah, cool. so there's like 21 Pilots and stuff, and I'm singing along. And it's just slower <laughs> versions of some of the songs, and it's pretty cool. Um, That's, I'll have to check that out. Uh, and I need uh, something to go to sleep to also. Yes. Uh, we, I listened to, uh, that new Weezer single, the can't, yeah. can't knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too bad. I told Mandy whenever we was listening, cause I didn't hear it until today. I told her, I was like, I don't not like it, but it's not my Weezer that I, you know, I agree. Grew up I, with I, I, it's not bad though. 
Um, but I've been listening to a little bit more Weezer and a little bit more Pixies because they have that tour coming up. Um, mm-hmm. And I know they're going to be in St. Louis in March. So I'm hoping I get to go because I've still never got to see Weezer or the Pixies live. So sounds pretty perfect to me. That would be pretty cool. Um, but that's pretty much most of the music stuff that I've been listening to. What have about... you... Uh... I uh oh what was I gonna say um oh shoot when when she gets a little older uh-huh. and and she wants to like listen to to uh, like goofy little songs and stuff I I I'm a big fan of Casper Baby Pants which is what's his face from Presidents uh okay. his 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 children's version of things uh there's a, there's some pretty good songs that he makes they don't even they sound like President songs uh but just like with more like children themed lyrics there's like he does originals but then he'll also do like a, an album of like beatles covers but like in his little uh version of it and then he'll do like itsy bitsy spider and twinkle twinkle little star but all kind of weird and kind of more in his vein of writing songs but yeah casper baby pants is the jam sweet i'll have to check that out for sure <laughs> i love me some I, presidents I know all about the uh, children's music. I'll, uh, the they might be giants has some good children's music too. Cool. They they do they do that. Uh, what's our next theme? Uh, uh, music. Music. Yeah, we just, uh, no, did, we just uh, did comics, comics and books. Ah, and comics comic and books. books. So, I uh, I have been reading some things, but I was poking around. And I just found this, and I got to share it with you. So you know that like DC's been uh, mashing up like different uh, Looney Tunes characters with their characters, and they'll like put out like a, a one-off kind of special. Uh, and they're, I guess, right now they're doing uh, Hanna Barbera characters is their thing. And there is a Yogi Bear and Death Spro- Deathstroke special <laughs> right now. And it what says, was the one that we talked about before? Was it Elmer Fudd and Batman? And Batman, yeah. Jesus. Let me read you the synopsis in this, and I'll okay. read it in a qu- and a- In Yellowstone Park, legends speak of a spirit bear referred to as the Yogi, which few, if any, have actually encountered. Real or not, when a bear seems to have graduated from stealing picnic baskets to kidnapping actual campers, Ranger Smith decides it's time to stop this menace. So he calls the job, calls... He calls on the services of Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Deathstroke, (laughs) to get the job done. (laughs) Plus, part one of a secret squirrel backup story written by J.M. (laughs) DeMias. Secret squirrel, too? Yeah, evidently. That's awesome. So, so yeah, and the cover of it has, like, this demented, like, grizzly bear attacking Deathstroke. (laughs) And that's supposed to be Yogi? It's supposed to be Yogi. He's uh he's graduated from stealing picnic baskets. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I uh I was like I gotta gotta click on this. It was total clickbait uh, for me. But uh yeah. So reading things, I did actually finish reading. Believe it or not, the uh, um, my friend Dahmer comic book uh, graphic novel over yeah. the last week, and uh, it was really good. It I. If uh, if you've never read a Durf Back Durf comic book, which is the art artist slash writer uh, of of the My Friend Dahmer book, uh, he's got a a unique art style, um, and then his writing is pretty pretty easy to read. He's got a pretty good flow 
with the way that he he writes. Uh, but it was it was definitely you could see. I think this was his first book, if I'm not mistaken, that he'd written a uh, comic book. Uh, but Durf Back Durf is essentially he went to school with my with with my friend Dahmer, with Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, and was at some point a a friend uh, friend of Jeffrey Dahmer's. Uh, in high school, and then it kind of goes through his experiences with uh, Jeffrey Dahmer as he is uh, kind of going through all of his mental things and his kind of precursor. Essentially, the book is everything leading up to the first time Jeffrey Dahmer kills, and then after that, it, it that's the end of the story. Uh, and it, it was a pretty, pretty uh, interesting read just to see uh his this is this was also a movie too now right there is a movie of it and uh i hope to read uh to read that movie at some point Mm. to watch that movie at some point too uh but yeah it was good it was uh definitely something i wanted to get off my list uh i read that on the comiXology unlimited and then i also read that there was uh there's a comic book series it's like a four four issue miniseries called Weekly World News, uh, which is kind of a playoff of the tabloid, the Weekly World News. And it has this this guy whose name is Ed Anger. And he uh, is kind of, he's a reporter. And he's your, like, extreme version of the, uh, like, I don't even know what you would call him, extremist. He's extreme version of extremist. He's like... <laughs> anti like anybody coming into america super extreme yeah he's super extreme uh he doesn't he believes in like the borders and he doesn't want like illegal aliens and he I thinks that, no illegal aliens in my country and, either yeah so he's like he says uh definitely this hardcore angry uh i don't even I, he's not i wouldn't even call him right wing politician person cuz he's definitely an extremist of his own version. Uh, but in this world, Batboy actually exists and the aliens that they talk about in the weekly world news exist. And there's a half alligator, half man. And so, uh, this guy is just like pissed off that these people exist and Batboy is ruining everything. And, uh, and it goes through this whole little storyline of it all. It was a, just a funny little, uh, thing to read, but it's something I'd always, wanted to read because it has like bat boy on the cover of the first issue and i was like i remember bat boy being on the weekly world news like when i was a kid growing up like that was yeah funny. i remember that and too so it made me look up the weekly world news because evidently it still exists they still publish yeah don't public- they still publish that stuff at like walmart and stuff even like it Kroger's is- or whatever you can see them in like aisles like right before you check out not the weekly world news not evidently weekly. Yeah, okay. the other ones like the Inquirer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, all that still exists. But Weekly World News, I guess, uh, stopped printing in 2007. Hmm. But then they started publishing a online-only publication in 2009, and that still exists. Cool. So <laughs> I I kind of am curious uh, to, to dive into that and be like, oh, I wonder like what the Weekly World News looks like in 2018. Because I'm sure it's got a bunch of bullshit now. I feel like most of the Inquirer stuff weighs heavily on a lot of political rhetoric, too, nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
And then I this isn't something I read, but it's something that I plan on reading is that Humble Bundle's got a really cool Tales of Horror comic book or uh, book bundle going on right now. Uh, and it'll be going on till the Wednesday after this drop. So people still have time to check it out. It's got like 30 Days of Night, uh, like the first issue, the first volume of that, first volume of Lock and Key. I think uh, uh, isn't the uh, the game bundle to it right now is I think isn't it all the WB games? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they've got a they've like got all the Warner Arkham's Brothers bundle right now and uh, Shadow of War and stuff like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a. Uh, a couple of cool there's uh three different four different book bundles right now and then um then the the wb classics game bundle so go uh check that out and uh i don't know and you there's no promo code for if you're a fan of <laughs> anything that's you if you listen to us and you're any kind of a fan of us then that's don't sleep on anything humble bundle because they usually yeah. have a lot of good shit on there regardless Absolutely. and you can pay you could pay like 15 bucks in your thing to get the bare minimum for like absolutely everything, especially when it comes to games on there. And sometimes you can walk out with like fucking 12 games and you paid $15 for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. There's a, you can get the, on this, this horror one, they've also got the from hell, the Alan Moore, uh, graphic novel. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, a lot of collections with like uh, Anne Rice is like has like some short stories and some collections. And uh, if you're a Neil Gaiman fan, there's a lot of there's like three different collections with Neil Gaiman stories in there. Uh, there's you a, love me some Gaiman. Yeah, get it. Uh, yeah, so there's some cool some cool stuff in here for a maximum of eighteen bucks. You can get quite a bit of stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think I might end up purchasing that. Um, and then not as much reading, but on the writing side writing side of things i have been doing some writing and uh hope to share it with you and maybe with the listeners soon uh but the nano remo is coming up in november uh are you familiar with nano remo no so nano remo is i will tell you exactly what it stands for but nano remo is essentially a uh, month-long thing in November every year uh, stands for National Novel Writing Month, and uh, you go through and essentially try to write a novel in a month. You have a a certain goal of words that you should write each day to meet your your um, to meet your uh, goal. There we go. Sorry, um, and it's just kind of a community thing that you can do. You can share your novel with other people and you can get it published at the end of it uh not published you can get it printed at the end of it uh they have like a process where you can go and get it printed and all that jazz it's uh the goal is to write a five a fifty thousand word novel uh within a month and you're not supposed to really have any ideas ahead of time nothing really sketched out um i think you can kind of have a, a general uh, like a premise of what you want to achieve because obviously if you know you're going to uh, write something it's hard to not have something planned out in your head just because you start thinking about oh I could do this oh I could do that um, so I'm going to I started this once or I talked about doing this once probably oh gosh 10 years ago um, and didn't end up doing it and I know a few people that have completed 
the Nam- NaNoWriMo uh, multiple times. I think you're called a winner. You've won mm-hmm. NaNoWriMo. So, I was you... getting ready to say as soon as you were finished, I, I went on to the website and, I, and I'm on their store. Uh-huh. And you can just buy a NaNoWriMo 2018 winner shirt. <laughs> just, so I should just, just get one of those. Just get past it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that I thought that you would maybe have to prerequisite for it or something, but it's just in their <laughs> nope. store for you to buy. They've got some really cool shit on here, though. Like the, this water bottle that it's got some really cool design on it. It just says "write" on it as yeah, well. Yeah, um, I see that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit on here. I just so thought I, I thought that was just really funny. <laughs> I'm gonna venture down that. I have a. Uh, I think I I typed like two or three sentences of just kind of generally what I'd like to achieve with my my story and uh and I hope that I can get through it if I don't get through it with this I'm still gonna kind of pursue that because I I definitely have I've been doing these uh like daily writing exercises mm-hmm. and uh and just kind of I'll end up writing like a page or two pages no nothing nothing crazy so no, somewhere between 500 and a thousand words um just kind of to practice and get familiar with that writing process. Um, so, uh, on hopefully within like the next month or two, I will have something on your, uh, your list of things you've read, which would be, Yay. Kind of cool. <laughs> uh, but that's it for me on the books and or comics. Uh, I have finished star Wars legacy. Oh, I'm done with it cool. all. Um, it was really, really awesome. Read. I don't want to spoil or say anything else of how it ends and everything for anybody else or for you. I'm not sure if you read it all, but I haven't um, read it all. I'd like to though. It's really great. I, I thought it was a really a really nice adventure down a story that I guess technically isn't canon. I don't know if it is if that would be considered canon or not. I, I know we would never see I think that it's legacy at this point. I think yeah. it's part of the legacy series. I was gonna say not we would never we would never see legacy, that. But, I just yeah. we would probably never see that in any other medium other than this. But yeah. it it was really a good read. I started reading, like I said before, a couple of other things, and I'm trying to figure out where I really want to go next. Um, I started the the Vader series because I know that's Ooh. still kind of ongoing. Um, but from just the first couple issues that I read, it, it's really really awesome. Um, just his standalone shit. This 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 whole comic series is just him between episode three and four, and it's basically the telling of him becoming you know wholeheartedly becoming vader after he puts on the suit like it literally starts up i don't did you read any of it well that's what i was getting ready to ask you and then i figured it out so you're actually you're reading i don't think they call it volume two but you're reading the second vader series uh there's one before that yes that uh that i have read almost all if not all of it and that's where they they introduce like dr afra and mm-hmm. all of that side of things, but I this, haven't this read this the one. one. This yeah, one this is the one that's cool. still present. Like they're only on like issue twenty-two or something like that. Of yeah. It. Um, but this one's really cool because it literally starts off with him yelling no, like after they put on the suit and he tells them that Padme's oh. dead. And so it uh, picks up right where the movie leaves yes, off. Yes, right. As soon, and like he doesn't like it starts off with uh, him basically like Palpatine explains to him like they're they're burning all of the the Jedi's lightsabers. Um, you see like this huge explosion that happens from all the Kaiba crystals just exploding, um, at once and just this giant beam in the sky that just happens from it. Um, and, and Palpatine explaining how a Sith saber is made, why it's crimson, um, and how he has to acquire it because you don't 
build a lightsaber as a as a Sith, you you acquire one from a Jedi that you've killed or whatever, oh. and then that pure hatred and all that stuff turns the Kyber crystal into the crimson that becomes like the Sith's blade. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with them going after a Jedi Knight, basically, and Palpatine saying like Vader, like just kind of like not pushing him off, but just like sending him off on this planet being like, you know, here you go, go do your thing. And Vader's kind of like, I don't have anything to defend myself with. And he's like, that's the point. And then just leaves. <laughs> so Vader's like on his own going through this desert, trying to find this Jedi. And he's going to have to like kill this Jedi, which obviously we know he does with mm-hmm. nothing other than just his powers and stuff like that, that he has from the dark side to pull from because he doesn't have any kind of a blade to defend himself with. Um, that's about as far as I've gone. Like I said, I'm only a couple in- issues in, yeah. um, so far it's pretty interesting seeing that. I'm also excited to see like eventually down the road. Cause I know you, you, we get to see what, uh, how in, in the franchise, uh, Vader gets his like castle on that planet and how that kind of all comes about. And I guess there's like a bunch of secrets that have tie into that castle or something too, that they're huh. kind of like discussing and talking about in the series, which for whatever reason just kind of fascinates me. Cause you only get to see the castle in the, in uh what was it? Rogue one. Mm-hmm. Just like a little bit, but I mean, yeah. just to know more about that and like, how did he get this thing and what kind of comes about from that just really piqued my interest. But you know, I'm still also kind of dived into, um, the Infinity War as well. I was just gonna ask you and, if you'd and other I've just not. I've, I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go with things. If I would, because I also kind of part of me wants to take a break from Marvel now that I've read so much Star Wars, and if I want to <laughs> go to like a DC or something else. So I'm just trying to kind of wrap my head around what I want to do next or where where I'm wanting to go. I think I kind of after I do the Vader thing, I might try and dive into some DC stuff and read some more things that I've not really read before because. I've always been more of a Marvel than than DC on that side of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is a lot of stuff that's not your normal, like, run-of-the-mill, just Superman, Batman story, you know, like the big two, that oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know a ton about a lot of these other characters that are even pivotal characters like Justice League. And it just kind of makes me sad that I don't know so much about these guys that... I kind of want to know more about their backstory, more side stories and stuff like that. You know, I've never even picked up a single issue of an Aquaman story to read ever. So yeah, that would be kind of neat to know more. I know, I know the gist of Aquaman. I know what he's all about. I know his powers and stuff like that. I know how all that stuff kind of story, you know, origin story stuff comes about for him, but I really don't know anything else apart from that. So if there's something else cool that happens aside with, Aquaman, I would like to know more about that. Or, you know, Wonder Woman. I've I've only read a couple of Wonder Woman stories. I would like to know more about her stuff. You know, yeah. any of these other people that, you know, or, or just B characters that have nothing about it. You know, like, I always thought Lobo was cool, but I've never read, like, one of the Lobo side stories. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Like well, that. Don't, be, don't be sad about it. Oh, I'm not sad. I'm excited. I just don't know. <laughs> it's, I feel like now that I've actually started yeah. getting back into the comic book scene, even though it's, you know with something like legacy that's well past done 
it makes me feel like I'm really excited mm-hmm. to start reading again. And it's almost kind of overwhelming because it's like, where do I even want to start? Do I want to stay in Marvel? Do I want to go to DC? Do I want to read some stuff that's not even any of this? You know, read some yeah. of the Gerard Way stuff or whatever, because I've been wanting there's, to read that. Yeah. And I've never done any of that either. There's a lot of cool. I tell you that Comicsology Unlimited has got enough to make you feel like you are going like crazy, like your ADD, because right. there's like there's so many different areas you can go into if you want to read some like manga stuff or if you want to go into like you want to go read the true lives of the fabulous killjoys like the gerard way tie into the last my chemical romance album or if you want to read like read all of saga or a lot of saga or if you want to read a few things that they've got marvels they don't have a dc but they got a lot of marvel they've got old stuff new stuff they've got a lot of indie books on there there's a lot of cool shit on there that it becomes overwhelming for me, for sure. Sweet. I like. I like it. Well, let's uh, dive into some news and just kind of rapid fire a few of our favorite topics from the past yeah. few weeks and everything, and and then we'll end our show. Ooh, we have a show? Is this thing, are we recording? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So far, we've got 7,000 megabytes, 7 gigs of data. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's, what is it, that? it's got a little ticker that's at the top that, oh. that's telling me how much data is acquired. Well, because I'm recording it with uh, for people at home listening, I'm recording <laughs> this using XSplit because it's easier for me to kind of manipulate volumes and stuff with it. So technically it's recording as a video that has really high quality audio that I can rip out and then just put on to you know, my normal platform that I'll edit things with. So it works just as well, but recording from an external source live on the other program that I use is just difficult. So this seemed like the easiest route to go. Sure. Absolutely. Well, anyway, news. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Marilyn Manson is now a Nicholas dildo. Cage. No, you can get a Marilyn Manson dildo. Gross. Yeah. Um, he evidently is <laughs> this header of this. <laughs> it says, Marilyn Manson is now a dildo in every sense of the word. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess for $125, you can get uh, a dildo of Marilyn Manson. That's Um, neat. That is, when you're like, uh, let's talk about our our most, uh, our our favorite news topics. I was like, this is (laughs) top of mind. Well, let's go. If you're going to go with that, then let me throw in a little something your way. Did you hear about the Titanic 2? No. So, Titanic 2 is, is becoming No. Titanic 2 is becoming a reality by the year <laughs> 2022. We will have a full replicated version of the original Titanic that set oh. sail back in 1912. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Not a movie. Um, no, no. That we were going to make a sequel to no, the movie. <laughs> but this basically is. Uh so they're fixing all the flaws and everything that happened with the other with the old one wow. and and making a scale for scale replica of the Titanic it should set sail by 2022 and their first uh, the first sailing that they're going to do is the exact same sailing that they did back in 1912 Holy cow so they're going to go transatlantic with it the exact same path like where the icebergs were at I'm assuming are not there now because of global warming. It's been over a hundred years. A little bit, yeah. Um, and, and they're going to go on the exact same path. So just here in a handful of years, we're going to have another Titanic. 
Wow. That is, uh, that's a little crazy. Are they ever going to learn? I, I think they're just, they're so ate up with nostalgia that they just can't help themselves. I just, I that's just like they're, they're fixing all the things, I guess, that caused problems in the first place. And they're building it with, you know, materials that obviously aren't going to get damaged by hitting an iceberg, I would think. But I just thought it was so, kind of weird that they're, they're, def- they're taking the exact, their, their plan is to take the exact same path. Like they're going to be sailing over where the remnants of the other Titanic is underneath the ocean and stuff at some point. How ironic would it be if they hit the remnants of the Titanic? <laughs> like I don't one wish just anybody kinda, any kind of thing. One just kind of like, just, just decided all of a sudden to oxidize just right and it just bobbed out of the water and they're just yeah. like, holy shit, Titanic dead ahead. Just a, just a, no, I don't want to like break the ship or anything. Just like a little bump. Like they're just little, uh, little bumper cars with the old Titanic. <laughs> they're just like, that's neat. <laughs> it would be, I'd rather see like as a, 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 a comical story that we can tell our children one day. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That seems like a irresponsible use of money. It is. Uh, well, I can tell you that something that would not be an irresponsible use of money oh. is that they are now making jeans that can stop your farts from smelling. Really? Yeah. I've heard about uh, underwear that do that, but not yes. jeans. Yeah, they are. They're called Shreddies is the name of the company. <laughs> and uh, and is they like are a Kickstarter thing or um, no, I think they've got them for sale in the UK. Um, they are not. They are for they're for ladies. Uh, they're that's where they're starting at. But uh, they have a filtering uh, feature of a they have carbon lining to filter the odors that come out of your sure. bottom. What, what do they do uh, about the smell? Um, the, the, so that, that's uh, just, that's just, they're, they're, they're getting the smell out. Okay. Well, I, I meant, what about the sound? Oh, that I don't know that I was like an like ass silencer. <laughs> if they have some sort of like, uh, some sound like soundproofing in there that just kind of yeah. blocks it all off. No, it doesn't really say anything about the, uh, the sound of it. Uh, it's for the, all the SBDs out there. Mm. It's, uh, gonna help those silent, but daddy, de- daddy's. Silent Bedettis with the Shreddies. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. We'll help you with those. I like it. It uh, looks like for about 100 pounds. Uh, no, I don't know what that... I think that roughly translates to probably like 115 or $120, maybe. Okay. So, and it, same as an expensive pair of jeans. Uh, I don't think I've ever bought jeans that expensive. <laughs> no, I get them, uh, like, if I can get them for $20, that's my, that's my roundabout That's usually price. what I do. Wait for yeah. fucking Old Navy to go on, have a sale and get them for 20 bucks. Old Navy has the best jeans. They do have the best jeans. Get them. We're not sponsored by Old Navy, but we should oh. be. I don't, yeah. We Did you it. know uh, LeBron James is rebooting Friday the 13th? I saw that. I I didn't know. I didn't read into it. Is he playing? Um, no, he Jason has. Or? No, he has. Uh, he has an entertainment company called Spring Hill Entertainment. Okay. And Spring Hill and Vertigo are just in talks right now of rebooting Friday the Thirteenth again for the huh. umpteenth time. But yeah. I guess it's his company technically. So he's like the CEO that's on like on deck talking to these people about a reboot for this franchise, which is just wow. seems weird to me. I mean, I get it that he has money to do this kind of shit, but at the same time, I'm just like, wow, LeBron James is talking about making a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of a threw me weird. off a smidgen. Yeah. Um, you can now get a, uh, you can get Star Wars scented candles mm. 
uh, yeah, on uh, on a on Geek Store, uh, you can get. Uh, let me read off these uh, flavors for you real quick. You can get Bantha Milk. You can get <laughs> Wookie. <laughs> trash compactor. This Wookie just smell trash compactor. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Does Wookie just smell like wet dog? But then I. I just picked up the trash compactor after you said it, so you're uh you're getting one of these for Christmas. I if Am I can I? swing it. Yeah, if I can I want, find if, it. I want the one that smells like uh whenever three PO got ripped in half. Let's and, see. And if it smells like his burnt innards. They have uh X Wing cockpit. Mm. They have the canteen <laughs> the cantina. What does the... X Wing cockpit smell like? Just sweaty dude? <laughs> It might be like, uh, like you know, you get like new car smell. It'd be like old car smell. Oh yeah. Uh, you can get the inside of a it Tauntaun. Smells like, it smells like porkins. <laughs> yes. You get inside of Tauntaun. Mm. These are the horrid. <laughs> yes. Millennium Falcon. Okay. Uh, Yoda's I just imagine cooking... that being like leather. Yeah, Yoda's cooking pot. Okay, that was gross. Uh, Han Solo's carbonite. <laughs> uh, a lightsaber duel. <laughs> <laughs> a Rancor, the Sarlacc Pit, Jabba's Palace, an Ewok, or the Death Star Destroyed. <laughs> wow, the Death Star Destroyed. Yeah, not, it just, not smells, just it, the Death it Star. It smells like it entire... smells like a bonfire. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you can pick them up um, on. You said Think Geek. Uh, let's see. No, it's I. I might have. It was Geek Store is what oh, it was called, store, okay. but. It looks like uh, sharesale.com. Shareasale.com. Okay, if it was ThinkGeek, then there's a good chance that might be able to pick one of those up in uh, GameStop since their GameStop owns them now. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes. Yeah, so you can get you a Star Wars scented candle. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I saw a Joker movie, got young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And Alfred. Yeah, they are. They're they're dipping in a little bit into uh, the Batman lore a little bit deeper yeah. than I, I don't know. I did. I I had just originally thought everybody was saying like this is just Joker. It had nothing to do with that, and they weren't really going to touch it. But then now we've got young Bruce Wayne and Alfred confirmed. Yeah, pretty pretty darn cool. What was the other thing too that was Batman affiliated in the news? Oh, uh, I seen uh, the screenshot of Bane in uh, in Gotham. Oh yeah, how's that look? Is it pretty cool looking, or is it like uh, baby Bane? Or? No, it's, it's kind of like they mixed like Bane from uh, like, Ri- like Rises with comic book Bane. He still okay. he actually has like he looks like the face mask, but you can still see his face. It's not Luchador esque at all, like the Bane that you would get from <laughs> Rises. But then he's got the uh, the hoses and shit like that too. Still, huh? Very cool. Yeah. What you got? Uh, they've got a so that Elseworlds uh, crossover that we were talking about with like the Arrow universe. We talked about a couple mm-hmm. episodes back. Um, they released some images and it kind of gives us an idea, a little bit of more of what they're achieving. And uh, it'll be interesting just to tune into this. Um, and maybe a cool thing, even if you aren't currently watching the uh, Arrowverse shows, to so just hop in and check out this like three issue or three issue three episode span. Um, they're actually swapping the Flash and Arrow. So Oliver Queen is the Flash and Barry Allen is Arrow. And uh, they've released some images of it. And it's uh, it's interesting, especially to see 
because it doesn't like Oliver Queen hasn't shaved his his scruff that he typically has. So it's weird to see uh, the flash with uh, facial hair. <laughs> yeah. But uh, cool. yeah, so that's that's coming down. That's the one that they're going to introduce Batwoman on. OK, so that'll be pretty cool. Neat. Uh, so, you know, Monster Hunter, the game series. I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. So it's just a really overtly high fantasy, not like high fantasy as in like Dungeons and Dragons high fantasy. Yeah. Um, you basically play as like the characters that you play as are are monster hunters. You're basically like a bounty hunter type person that goes out and hunts giant monsters that are terrorizing certain regions of the world or the landscape where you're at. Um, and, and I mean like scope and scale as in like you're just like a regular character. Like imagine you're playing like uh, playing like God of War or playing something like uh, Horizon, like your character mm-hmm. size is still like that, but you're fighting a monster that's absolutely massive. So it takes up a majority of the screen, or sometimes you can't even see the head of the monster without moving your camera to look up. Um, so it's just really huge over-the-top monsters. You have over-the-top giant weapons that you can fight with, um, tons of different weapons, like from big, huge mallets, to uh to things that are like almost like lances in a way mm. um just and and even some of them have guns and stuff but apparently they're going to make a monster hunter movie now um and it's not shaping up to the way that fans would expect it to be it has nothing <laughs> to do with that some some of the stuff that people have seen um come out from the actual uh some of the stuff that was on there that they've seen was like uh, in the script said guns are involved, but it's like military esque assault rifles and there's not even really any monsters and it has something to do with like portals. It's almost like they took like starship troopers and they threw like big monsters in it. Huh? So it has nothing to do with any kind of ties to the games. Some of the games have like a little bit of lore to it, but it's not super heavy on the lore it's more about the actual gameplay and and everything like that versus you know just a big overarching story it's like the newest one that came out uh earlier this year was called monster hunter worlds and that one is the first one that really involved a multiplayer element to it so i could get in with a party of you know two three four four people and all of us go, you know, fighting side by side to tackle this one giant monster that it would take, you know, if you were doing it by yourself, it would take an extra long time. But then you could party up with your friends and fight alongside each other. And it was a really cool iteration. It breathed a lot of new life to uh, to the franchise in general because it wasn't super huge over here on, on our side of the world. It was really big in Japan, though. Um, but now that's kind of populated, you know, made, made things a little bit more popular with it and they're talking about making this movie and it just has nothing to really do with the games huh. it just i hate it whenever they do <laughs> shit like that with video game movies and yeah. just kind of pisses oh, yeah. me off because they do that all the time too it is yeah it's not like it's uh what is this it's just constantly we like the premise generally of it but we're we're gonna do whatever we want with the yeah story. so like for example like you know like the doom movie like, the Doom movie was cool. It had a lot of the elements that were tied through some of the Doom lore because it came off of the heels of Doom 3 being extremely popular in, like, 2004. And then they made the movie, and it just, like, had one sequence in it that really felt and was, like, Doom. And that was, yeah. at like, the very end of the movie, and that was it. 
The rest mm-hmm. of the movie was just a pretty big, huge flop and disappointment. <laughs> but that's basically Carl Urban's career. So, <laughs> what do you got yeah. for me? Um, well, in uh, in talking about uh, monsters, you can now become a certified Godzilla expert. Oh, uh, yeah! Watch out. So they are. Uh, I don't know anything about Godzilla. I think you you're a, you dabble in the Godzilla world, don't you? A little bit. I've seen several of the movies. Yes. You seen a movie or two? I've seen I a movie or two. Any? I don't even think I've seen the one uh, that they wrote the Iris for uh, that the Goo Goo Dolls wrote oh. a song for. Two uh, thousand? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, but yeah, you can. So you can now take. Uh, there's a two. It's two tests to become a an expert. There's the uh, the easier exam, which costs forty five dollars. And then the intermediate, which is $53, and you can take both tests for $85. So you're actually, like, certified? Like, you get a thing in the mail that's, like, you can frame? Yes. Yeah, you are. Oh, man. Yeah, they're very serious about this this Godzilla expert uh, that they're going through. They are currently, I think, accepting applications for the first annual Godzilla certification exam. So it's not going to be any time you want. You actually have to go through, and it looks as though you may actually have to go to Japan to take the test. It wouldn't surprise me. So, I mean, like, it, like a huge chunk of Japan's culture from like the fifties on is nothing yeah. but Godzilla, and it covers uh, all twenty-nine Godzilla films. So Damn. it is, and you have to get. I definitely at least a... have not seen <laughs> more than I, I've probably seen. I could I could probably say maybe like four to five. Yeah, I and I I've seen. Zero, I count so. I count like the old ones in that time frame. I've seen Godzilla 2000. It's not that great. The soundtrack <laughs> was definitely better than the movie, if that tells you anything. Yeah, and I've not seen. I didn't see the one that came out with uh, Brian Cranston in it. Um, oh there, yeah, there's that new one that's coming out too, the King mm-hmm. of Monsters or whatever it's called. I think. Yes, that one yeah. looks cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that Shin Godzilla that came out a few years ago, that mm-hmm. one looked pretty good. I would have yeah. liked to have seen that. That one's almost, I think that's like almost kind of like a slight reboot to it, to the I franchise see. in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you have to get a 70% in order to pass. So you could spend $85 and, uh, and not pass this thing. So you better be ready. You better be studied up, Justin, if you're going to take this test. Oh, I'm going to study, buddy. <laughs> uh Knock a couple out here at once. Yeah. Principal shooting just uh, is scheduled to start on and sometime in quarter one of 2019 for the Halo Showtime series. Whoa! So it's actually going to get a full fledged uh, series series, and there's no like news yet as to where it's going to take place in timeline. If it's going to be prior to the actual like first game, if it's going to take mm-hmm. place like in the first game, or you know future stuff or what it might be. They did make a series. Uh, a brief miniseries called Halo Nightfall that ended up being on the Halo channel, which is on Xboxes, that you could watch. It was like a fully produced series and everything um, that was basically filled the gaps between Halo 4 and 5, if I'm not mistaken. But Was it live action or was yeah, it? Yeah, it was live animated. action too. Okay. Um, but this is supposed to be like, if if the series picks up and it does really well, it's going to continue on. So that's why I, I wasn't sure if this is going to be like how far back it's going to be if this is going to be like oh this is whenever um 
whenever the Halsey lady made the Spartan project and her creating like what would basically be Master Chief at one point in time and like Halsey, how they, like the the singer and, before she started singing she was building robots. Yes, she was. No, I mean, she, well, I mean, Master Chief's not a robot. He's a person. <laughs> oh, he's, he's a Spartan soldier. <laughs> I don't know anything about this Halo game that you're talking about. And another thing that's cool uh, <laughs> that is loosely not another movie-related type thing is that they've just uh, tag-tapped uh, Guillermo del Toro is going to direct the, a Pinocchio. darker version of Pinocchio for Netflix. I saw that. Pinocchio. Pinooch. Tell me the, the news. Pinooch. With Pinooch. Um, so uh, the, they just announced that the writers of Deadpool are going to be rebooting the Pirates of the Caribbean series. <laughs> yeah, with Jerry Bruckheimer at the helm of it all. No, he's not. I don't know. I would, he's uh, at the helm, literally? At Helm's Deep. Uh, that's a different I would, series. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Lord <laughs> of the Rings. <laughs> um, I am interested in this. I know you and I both are, are big. We like the Pirates of the Caribbean. We like the potsy. We like the pots. And, uh, I have not so, seen the latest pots. Um, I've heard okay things. I have. It's not. It, it wasn't horrible. It was. I think it was better than the one before that. I would hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so this is. Uh, I'm interested in this just to see how they take it. If they're gonna actually reboot, I'm. I'm interested in that. I'd. I'd like to see what they do with yeah, characters. It's, it's not that old of a series and stuff. So we're still like rebooting. Like it's still gonna be about like Bill Turner. I would hope not. I th that's what I was getting ready to say. Is like I would hope to see different characters because the beauty of Pirates of the Caribbean is it has nothing to do with any specific character. Right. Uh, they could do whatever they want. So I'd hope in reboot they could just actually build a new story in that same world. Yeah, or they could almost tell different stories with other other pirate lords or something like that of mm -hmm. the time too. Because I mean that's yeah. that's essentially what the ride and everything was about before it was mm -hmm. focused upon all of the however many I don't there was a specific number of like pirate lords like because you know have like actual Long John Silver and Blackbeard mm -hmm. and all of them that like numbered a uh, specific group of yeah. captains that were like super Keith predominant Richards and yes Keith Richards the I think true, always the only, bring him the back. only pirate of the Caribbean. <laughs> He, uh, just bring him back as Keith Richards. Absolutely, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they could even they could even reference like reference the characters and not even have anything to do with them, but just the the tales of Jack Sparrow. Mm -hmm. uh, I I would also wouldn't mind seeing a young Jack Sparrow movie series or a TV I would think, series. I'm just gonna say that would almost be because they if did they reboot series. if they reboot the stuff that would be cool to see on the Disney app to, for them to do like a young Jack Sparrow TV series that would be yeah. cool as shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um they also they've shown the first image of Beetlejuice on the, for the Broadway show that they're doing. Uh he looks like Beetlejuice, uh but that's coming down the pike. Do you it's think they do you think they're going to sing some Harry Belafonte? <laughs> Is that the uh Shake, 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 Sonora. Uh -huh. And and wow. Deo. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, he sings. I didn't both realize of those it was the same person. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's that's uh they gave us an image of that. Uh there was also a trailer for the new Hellblade movie that leaked at the New York Comic Con a, a week or so ago. Um it's since been ripped off the internet from what I can tell. So um if you're trying to find that, good luck. Um I'm sure it's in the on the in the black world the what's it called? Black net? Darknet, the dark web, dark web. <laughs> you were getting there. 
<laughs> I believed in you. I was going to let you just finish. <laughs> and then uh, last bit of news I have on my side of things is uh, they just announced that there is going to be a Marvel superhero land uh, for Disneyland California that they're working Sweet. on. Sweet. Yeah. I've never uh, been to Disneyland so, and, or, or California, so that would be an experience. I would love to go. I don't really give a shit about this, honestly. Uh, it's cool. Whatever. But uh, that Star Wars world, Star Wars world, I want to check out, and I'd yeah, rather sure. see it in California. I'd, I just, uh, I was fortunate enough that my, uh, I was, I went to Disney, what is it, Disney World in Florida yeah. a couple of times when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'd really like to see California. I've been there once and I've only, and we got to go to all of the lands. We went to Universal. Um, that was actually about to bring bring that up because I want to go back to Universal anyway since they got the Harry Potter um, stuff yes. set up in there and I've never got to see that. And they just started construction on Super Nintendo Land. Oh, no shit. Yes. So cool. so Universal here in, it was supposed to be just in Japan, but now it's going to be coming to the U.S. Um, they've got a plot that's all divvied out. And they've not said what rides are going to be anything, what what's all interacted and, and yeah. what's going to be set into it. But it's it started construction. I guess they said it should be done, come closer toward the end of 2019 or right at the beginning of 2020, like as soon as the season starts and in 2020, they should have it like open and ready for everybody. Um, cool. but just kind of made me like a speculation of like what, what would be cool to see from there. I mean, obviously there's going to be Mario themed shit, probably Mario themed rides. It would be really cool to see like a legend of Zelda area and stuff and mm-hmm. see, see what they would do with that and what kind of, uh, what type of lore and stuff that they would take into that area. If they would just make it like a ride or if they would be like, Oh, you can walk up and you can try to pull the master sword out of the pedestal type of a thing or, you know, something along that lines. And of course, you know, all the other greats and Kirby and, uh, you know, all the Luigi stuff. And it'd just be cool to see what all they kind of try and incorporate in this small section that they've got in there. Yeah. Metroid. Um, yesterday on the 23rd. Yes, that was yesterday. Uh, fallout 76 at its first official beta. Um, it, it was exclusive to Xbox at first. Um, reviews because it, it's it was only like a really early beta like it, they only let had a window of I think it was like four hours of playtime so they just opened up the servers for the people to play on Xbox for about four hours and then they shut them down so they could start doing hmm. maintenance and stuff um, but everything was pretty mixed so far there's they basically had a cover story before this beta happened that mm-hmm. Bethesda had like an open letter that they shared with the public and not just on like Twitter like they full on had like an open letter that they sent out and it said basically, you know, like this game and this beta is going to have absolutely massive bugs. And we know this. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to be working on them and we're going to have to work this out and stuff, but we're going to have the game out. It's going to be in full release still in November and basically almost gets to the point where they're kind of apologizing for this game, not being fully fleshed out and fully done. <laughs> Because it's like it's almost like they were like, yeah, the game's fully out, it's fully released, but kind of we're almost just making like an alpha build version of the game that you're gonna be playing until we can get all of the bugs and shit figured out. Because people played this beta and there was so much shit that was just broken. They'd walk oh, wow. into a room and there was an enemy that wouldn't move. It was just in like a T pose that was just floating in the middle of the air, halfway mm-hmm. in the building, halfway out of the building. You could still shoot it and kill it, but it couldn't do anything. It was just there. Um weird shit where people were just kind of like bouncing over the map like halfway through the map and just glitching and shit 
But then there were other people that I watched because I watched some people stream it and stuff. I didn't get a chance to participate, but I watched for about 30 minutes or so from uh, a person that was streaming it on Twitch. And uh, the experience of doing a multiplayer version of Fallout seems really cool. Like working together to do like the base building and everything and going through this post-apocalyptic like West Virginia area just and going through like the mountainous regions the first time you really get to see like really thick deciduous forests mountains and all this kind of stuff because every other fallout before has been some kind of a cityscape or you know stuff like that you know there's there's not like cool. a huge overarching cityscape in this because fallout 3 took place in washington dc um fallout 4 was in like the boston area um mm-hmm. new vegas took place in vegas um and now this is the first time we're really seeing like there's probably some major cities that are in the area but it's a full-on scope and scale of the area is just forests for you to roam rivers to find mountains to climb and all kinds of just different little you know niche little things to find and explore together with a group of up to four people just seems really rad to be able to like base build and just be like we're gonna build our shit here on the side of this mountain and just that concept seems really cool to me. And from watching these people play some of this stuff in the early hours and like leveling together and building things together, it seems like a really cool concept for, for where it's going. I just definitely is going to take a lot of work. Yeah. Um, it sounds like it. That's hefty. It's a hefty project though. It sounds like that they're, and, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they had some stuff worked on, but that was a pretty kind of a surprise announcement. When yeah, it, came it out, definitely so. was. I mean, it's just, and they've been working on it for a few years, and it uses the same engine and everything as Fallout 4 did, because that was the mm-hmm. latest installment in their franchise. And it's using the same engine, but not only are they making this game massively multiplayer, the map itself is four times bigger than what Fallout 4 was, so the map is absolutely massive. It's bigger than most any... It's bigger. the biggest map that this company, talking about the people that make like Skyrim and all these huge open-world games, this is like four times bigger than any of these huge worlds that we've seen and explored before. Hmm. And a lot of stuff is procedurally generated. So you'll have random monsters that'll come in and out because it's a multiplayer map. You're going to have to have new stuff that pops in and out. You can't just kill and get rid of yeah. everything and it just be gone. Yeah. So absolutely. you're going to have a lot of different unique things that happen just as you're playing the game. And it's kind of hard to expect something like that to run perfect, but it's it's also coming from a really well-polished studio that takes time on trying to fix as many things as they can and just them kind of doing an open letter of just like, look, this thing's going to be really fucking buggy. Just bear with mm-hmm. us. Still buy the game. It's going to be good. It almost kind of makes them sound like they're like, it's going to be good eventually that after we get everything worked out. <laughs> I take it as they're like, Listen, we don't want to hear you bitching because we already know what's wrong with it. Shut yes. the fuck up and like what you got. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I'm still gonna get it, and it's it's cool knowing that the game's gonna grow as as I play it, knowing yeah. that it's only gonna get better over time, and mm-hmm. it's cool knowing that they're they're fully aware of all of this and that they're not just gonna be sending out a game that's completely broken and expecting people to be like. Well, you think of our game pretty cool, eh? 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 And they're just like, yeah. our game's pretty cool. We've been working really hard on it, and we love it a lot. But it's going to be really shitty at first a little bit. Just bear with us while we try and flesh out some of these bugs. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that they did that. The last piece of news that I had is um, I saw it on, I think, Phone Arena, like yesterday. And just kind of blew my mind that this is a thing that actually happened. Samsung has now apparently found a way to make their phone screens 100% bezel only. I don't know what that word means. 
on the front, so your actual physical screen part. Like, mm-hmm. no physical buttons, no earpiece, oh. no none of that stuff. Like, any of the stuff that's on the front, it's 100% screen. No notches, no nothing. The full screen is just on the front. So the speakers just the speakers and all that stuff on the on the top. And I'm the not camera? sure. I'm not sure how that works exactly. I'm, I've not really read into <clears throat> how they explained it. It was at a keynote that they did in Korea, and they talked about how their phone is able to be 100% bezel only on the front now, and that there is a chance that depending on how well this ends up working that this might be technology that we see as early as on the Galaxy S10 that would come out next March. Oh, wow. So this is something that they've been working on, I guess, for a bit, but they wanted to do an official announcement of it. Um, It was either yesterday or the day before, but I saw pictures of it, like the concept-wise, just being, because they have like the the active edge display or the active edge stuff that was on some of their older phones where the bezel would kind of leak off the sides. And it almost looked like in the concept picture that was still the case. Like some of the stuff was leaking off the sides a little bit, but you you had from top to bottom, like absolutely everything was seamless screen. Whenever the phone display would be turned on, it was absolutely everything. There was no black ridges, no nothing. It was edge to edge, nothing but pure screen. Wow. I just kind of blew my mind that we could actually potentially even be seeing something like that come time for March. Well, and I, I would, my, I guess, my guess would be they figured out some way, at least for the camera side of things, they figured out a way to put the screen over the camera, like almost like a one-way, or, yeah, like a... Like a one-way mirror called? type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, is it called well, two-way mirror, one-way mirror, something like that? I think it's a one-way mirror, uh, yeah. Like, to where, essentially, the camera can see you, but you can't see the camera. Right. So, like, that makes sense. Yeah, they could say, like, it's still in the same corner where it's always been for your front-facing camera, but Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to physically see it unless you're, like, using the camera app. Like, maybe whenever you turn on the camera app, it has those black ridges or, like, the black edges or something come back, and you can see the camera underneath the bezel. Look right here. Look right here. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. interesting. Well, do you have anything else for the people? No, I uh, I want to tell them uh, that they could uh, find us on on the the internet of things uh, with the me being at listen to shadows the number two and double ah. That's what I want to tell them. Well, I'll tell them that you can find me on everything at random hero xix spelled. Exactly how it sounds. <laughs> well, that's that's just wonderful, and uh, I I want to thank them for spending this time with us and uh, and all of that jazz. Hopefully, and, hopefully by the next time uh, and next time we get to record and everything, I'll have actually had time to play a new game or something like that to to bring to the table. I still want to play Megay Man eleven and uh maybe by then I'll get Red Dead too since it's gonna be coming out on Friday and I've been looking forward to it for a while. You might. You might. I uh I'm trying to decide whether or not I've given up on the first one or not. Uh which if I give up on the first one it's about the premise of the game, which probably means that I won't play the second one. Uh but I don't know. I'm not I haven't given up all the way yet, but I'm not sure if I am into it quite yet. But mm. Um, I do. I did find something that I, I wanted to uh, go out on, and that is that. Did you know that Twinkle Twinkle Little Rockstar has made a Rocky Horror Picture Show album? 
No, I did not. But I did know what was it that we were listening to the other night by them. It was something that that made me like actually like turn it on and be like, look, they've made a version of this on there. But I can't remember what it was. It was. It wasn't. Was it a perfect circle or was it Deftones? No, no, they've made. That's what I'm saying. They made so many yeah, albums. I'm looking at them all. It's a nuts. fucking ton of albums. <laughs> it was something though. I can't remember what it was for the life of me right now. I think. Oh, it was. Uh, they did a full of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, a Twinkle right Twinkle version of Nightmare Before Christmas. That's that's where I started because I was looking for like a lullaby version of it, and I was like, oh, who's this band? Because before then was only whenever I knew about the the Rockabye Baby group. Yeah, and then after I saw them, I was just like, "Well, fuck Rockabye, baby! These dudes have done so much more, and then some, and it's just as good, if not better, quality." Sounds like you're passionate about that. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel New Zealand. This has been an IFNZ production.